Hey everyone, welcome to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. You're back with myself, Rick Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. We've got Alexis, Tex, Rawson, and then we've got a very special guest breaking down the episode with us tonight. We've got Pierre from the Zach Nichols Podcast. Pierre, thank you so much for hopping on with us, man. What's up, everybody? What's going on? I miss you guys, man. I know, man. It's been a minute, yeah. What was... uh, USA 2 was the last time we had you on or something like that? I think so, man. Whenever I was coming back from the club, uh, oh, I, I definitely, yes. I definitely, I think, I don't know if that was this season or not, but uh, it was uh, definitely, definitely been too long. I wanted to hop back in the saddle before the season was over. So thank you for making time for me. And I know I kicked a couple people out this club, but it's okay. I need a lot of room. I got a big boy. So uh, <laughs> thanks for having me. Oh man. It's a pleasure to have you on. And yeah. look, we, we made a deal with the other teammates. We're like, next time Pierre comes on, like myself and Alexis will sit out and we'll let someone else hop <laughs> in the driver's seat. And fuck it, we might let you host the show. We'll yeah, see what happens. I was gonna say, yeah. I'm the type of person where if I show up to the pickup game, like I need the ball. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I need one point, all right? No, yeah, corner. corner. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, no, thanks for having me, and thank you for giving me a, a platform to to share my thoughts, because I'm, I'm normally you, Rick. I'm normally the host. It's good to be uh, the analyst for a second. Heck yeah. yeah. Give it, you know what? And we want you here for your Stephen A. Smith game tonight. All right. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that challenge was ridiculous and credulous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely abominable performance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so one thing I wanted to bring up before we even get into this is you had a busy day or a busy couple days. I did have a busy couple days in. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you guys haven't seen yet, Zach Nichols podcast just dropped their in- interview with Narice and Orasio. No, they were great, man. They're they're um, they're an awesome, awesome pair. Amazing individually. Um, you like to uh, hope that uh, they make each other better. And I think in this season, it proved that they did. Um, so definitely uh, check out that conversation if you care um, at all about just hearing like what they what they had to say about it. And uh, uh, yeah, no, thank you for the plug. I appreciate you, Rick. Uh, no, of course, man. And we're going to have awesome. everything linked below, including yeah. the link to the Patreon, the Spotify, the Apple. Yeah. So no matter which way you're listening to it, it's going to lead you to the Patreon. So you guys can go support them. Yeah. The, the clip, obviously the clips are free and, and the YouTube preview is free. It's about 20 minutes. So I know a lot of people want to, um, you know, just keep it that way. And like, um, in a lot of circumstances, uh, you know, a lot of people just believe that podcast should be free and, and, you know, uh, you're, we have a lot of free content. So um, if you don't want to pay, those are the good, good options. If you don't mind, uh, help us. <laughs> but it's all love either way. I swear, it's all love either way. 100%. And, you know, like I said, we'll have that all linked below in the episode description. Um, but let's get into the reason why you're really here, which is you're here to fill the burn. Yeah. From <laughs> Challenge 39, Episode 17, and absolutely you know, obviously titled yeah. Feel the Burn like an Usher song. I was just going to say, I thought we were done with the Usher, but we're going to have to let it burn. God, <laughs> yes. I almost wish I was standing out in the rain right now and kicking that shit up in the air. Right. You know oh, I mean? man. Yeah. Oh, man. Never in my life did I feel worse about my athletic prowess than when he was just <laughs> getting, getting saucy in the rain in that music video. I was like, my life will never be that good. Ever, <laughs> and, he's, and he's singing about a breakup too. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm a, I love this episode. I think there's a lot of a lot of good stuff in it. Oh yeah, I think it it brought a lot of closure to arguments and discussions we've all been having this season about yes, not only how certain people are playing this game, but how the relationships are going to be ultimately affected long term. 
it's going to be interesting to see how these, this final works out. But oh, yeah. more than anything, um, just seeing it come to that conclusion, it was uh, it was very interesting. I mean, straight off the top, let's get into it. Uh, Norris comes back after beating Horacio <laughs> and Kylan in that elimination. And just off top, fuck all you guys. Every single one of you. <laughs> and... I loved it. She's I'm awesome. going to say something. I want your guys' opinion because I've seen a lot of people try to make comparisons and I want to hear everybody oh else's comparison. I think it's. Oh, I already know what you're about to say. I think it's a little bit of a disservice at some point, but as she's still new, I think it's they're valid to have. But at a certain point, I do believe Narice is going to be. Oh, she reminds me of Narice. You know, it's going mm. to be that at some point. But as of right now. I personally think Narice kind of reminds me of Nani when she gets in conflicts with people. <laughs> I honestly, I thought you were going to say Coral because of this quote. It just reminded me of something that she would have said. Ooh, you know what? Maybe it's like. Maybe not her demeanor. Yeah. She was getting some little jabs in there and I was here for it. Yeah, she was. I was laughing because, you know, we did go out to dinner um, the other night uh, and I think me and Jenna agreed that uh, she definitely had some some Nani vibes to her, you know. Okay, right? Yeah, so that's why I think you're I think you're I think you're hitting the nail on the head with that, Rick. I'll be honest with you. Um, no, I mean she's definitely she has the thing that I, and I don't know Nani. I would love to meet her, and I'm sure I will. But um, the thing about Narice is that she is very level headed. I think like that fuse might be uh, easy to spark, but because she's so well-spoken here, it makes the fire that much hotter. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like that's what, that's, what's awesome about Nuri's. So I have a question um, while you guys were sitting there all having dinner. And this is the question we bring up about Nuri's and Horacio and their relationship. If the waitress fucks up Horacio's order, who's talking about it? <laughs> who's sending it back? I think that is, <laughs> that's really, really funny. I think, um, believe it or not, uh, this is a true story. Um, Horacio is not afraid to speak up. Uh, I think, uh, and then the guy can eat, you know? So, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm fucking sure, I'm bro. Yeah. yeah. That man's burning like 8,000. Yeah, the guy, he's got to get his cat. He's got to get, he's got to get his, his calories, you know? Um, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, the, to answer your question, Horacio is a grown man. He speaks up for himself. I think um, that might be something that's understated about him, but he is definitely like he has his opinions um, just because Narice is such a strong personality. It might not show as much in comparison, but no, if he's got a problem with his food, he'll send it back himself. He ain't afraid. I like, I like that. It. That's awesome. Look, that's a, that's the truth. Here's my thing. I, I won't send my food back just because I've seen the movie waiting. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, with that being said, she would speak up before I said anything because I'd be like, yeah, bro, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> look, yeah. look, man, I'm in the hospitality business. There's a very, very easy way to do this. This is how you say it. You go, look, I would love to be able to give you guys a great review. Unfortunately, the way that my food is right now, I can't do that. Can you help me? And then when you say it that way, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to get a review out of this. This is, this is hospitality 101, all right? I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's nice. Anyways, Olivia starts talking about uh, talks to Norris and tells Norris there was no plan, but we lead. But you know, we all saw what the fuck happened. What do you mean? There was no plan. Like, dude, that's my thing is I get gaslighting's real, but how much of it is, is, is acceptable at a certain point? Like, you know what I mean? Like after the <laughs> well, fact, my thing is, is it, did you not think she would go home and watch the show at some point? Like I it's you're it's filmed. 
Maybe just maybe she just thought certain things wouldn't be clipped in there, but they clipped it all together perfectly. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like there was a a legitimate deal made. Legitimate. I will pick you if you promise not to pick Narice. So you can't say you didn't know. It was a split second decision on the spot. You can't say that. This it wasn't. Yeah, I I uh, my opinion on that specifically is like like you see contradictions all the time and this is a clear one. <laughs> this is a clear one. Uh, there's not, there's not, it, it's, it's tough for anyone to watch that back and think like, you know, how, how can I, how can I look at that as you being real? You know? Um, so I, I have, I have, I have a hard time with it, but editing is real. We never know uh, exactly how that conversation, what the context is. Maybe they were talking about another thing or a, a week before, but it seems, you know, I think in, in Narisa's opinion, I think it's pretty concrete that there was a deal <laughs> made right before that. So, yeah. Well, and just a simple plan that they were all sitting in there with their notebooks, like running down, like there's only so many scenarios that you can save Narisa and keep Arasio and Kylan in, you know what I mean? Well, that that bottom that bottom feeder group, you know, I call them bottom feeders because they're feeding from the top. You know, they're feeding from the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were sticking together. You know, they they because because the the t- people that were hanging out at the top are Jay, Mariah, Michelle, and you know by proxy James. Like they are all hanging out all the time. And if you're not hanging out with them, who are you hanging out with? The other people in your alliance. So those are your people, people. There was no scenario that Nari survived unless she was picked very early, period. That's yeah. just a fact. And they weren't going to pick her early because the first thing she does is save Orasio and Kylie. Yeah, there's no way Nari doesn't save them. Yeah, and it's very easy for, for Michelle and for Jay to say, oh yeah, we've been working with, you know, uh, we've been working with Emmanuel Berna and Colleen and Corey this whole time. Yeah, it, 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 that is true. You know, that is true. They have been working with them the whole time. So don't act like you're working with Narice or don't act like you're working with Olivia. You're not. You never were. Here's my thing is, I get the gaslighting. I really don't care about that at the end. I just see a lot of people talk about it, So I know it's a buzzword, so I'm going to use it. Um, <laughs> I don't even understand it, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it means, it's, really. It's, it's just lying to people, in my opinion. And this is a game built on lying and dishonesty. And anyone that says differently has not been paying attention. I really just think that people lie under pressure to try to cover their ass. They're trying to not take accountability. Don't realize that accountability would probably solve most of this. And keep it pushing. You know, don't make it about yourself. So... I'm I'm curious with, you know, obviously we get the whole apology thing from Olivia to Narice and the all the tears and all the I'm sorry's and I regretted it instantly and whatever. Uh, we heard that apparently something that wasn't shown on last week's episode was that apparently when everything went down and Narice ended up in the bottom, Olivia was like begging TJ to please let her switch places with Narice to the point where TJ actually walked away to go talk to production. Um, and this was confirmed by multiple people, Olivia, Kylan, like multiple people. So, you know, so then we get the apology and everything. It, it seems very sincere, but I'm just curious, like, what do you guys think about the fact that Narice kind of just dropped all of this, went right back to the girls and was like, hey, let's do an all girls final. Uh, I think that just proves that her head's really in this game. I mean, I I feel like uh, when they were talking about that, I was just like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Girl, an all girl final. That would yeah. be epic. Now, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull that off. I mean, 
after everything, but I mean, good for her for swallowing her pride. Cause I don't really know if like I am on the maturity level to like have <laughs> a close friend screw me over and then be like, but actually girl, let's still work together. We'll I'll be mad at you later. This is what I meant when I said earlier, I said, look, I actually do believe that maybe contrary to, you know, what's shown, like she actually is level headed. I think if she looks at the facts of the situation, which is like, I have no real allies in this house. There's no one that's looking to protect me. Okay. Mm -hmm. That has, that is a fact. So what do I do? I'm going to find, or at least if the idea is floating out there, that I can have a group that I would be part of a protection of, which is all the girls. Okay. Like, let me attach myself to that. And then I would have some protection. If we're going to protect all the girls. Great. Like I'll be part of that group. Why not? So, um, I think she's just very level headed. I think she's a critical thinker. I think she, she does a definitely a really good job of when it's chaos, you know, uh, she thinks really well and her doing so well, in last week's elimination and obviously what we're going to see in the future, you know, uh, in terms of this, this week, she's very level-headed. I mean, I think it's the ability to uh, compartmentalize mm-hmm. and she's uh, able to look at it as you fucked me over. I look at this and you as a completely different situation, but this is about a game of hierarchy and I've got to maintain a certain amount of hierarchy to stick through this and get to where I need to be, mm-hmm. which isn't that far off. Um, and if that means your best opportunity at winning is going in against an all girl team instead of a girl and male team, right? then you do that. I'll give you a perfect, uh, I'll give you a perfect example of something recent that happened that this reminded me of in USA two. Josh votes for bananas. Does bananas turn around and vengefully vote for Josh? No, <laughs> he doesn't. He, he also votes for, uh, um, for Corey to go against Fessy thinking it's going to be a hall. He doesn't let the emotion of what somebody did to him affect. What's the best gameplay move at that moment. That's I, I compare her move to Johnny's move. Just all these terms and all these things you're saying about her just really makes me think that what people need really to train to go on the challenge is to go to anger management (laughs) because I bet they have taught her how to compartmentalize and like, she probably has some serious, just like uh, healthy, healthy ways that like everybody else doesn't have. And in a situation like that, you need that, you need that mental strength. It's impressive to see it on the challenge. That's what it's impressive (laughs) because I see it every day in real life, but Mm -hmm. seeing it on reality TV where it's typically someone that's 25 to 26 that has no ability to do that in a game of life changing money. But that's what makes it super impressive to me. So I I have a follow up question to this as well um, about Narice and this whole situation and the way that she's approaching the end of this game after, you know, being backstabbed by like, all of her friends in the house. Obviously, like we've seen numerous situations throughout challenge history where people are, you know, backstabbed by their friends, thrown in by their friends or their alliances or whatever, you know, they go in, they go into elimination, they win. And then it's like, fuck you, fuck all you guys. And, you know, just an absolute like meltdown blow up, right? It, um, uh, Tory Train is perfect example. As soon as she beat Jenny West in the hall brawl, she started yelling at Kara and Ashley, just going off on everybody. <laughs> so I wonder if 
the fact that they're having private eliminations where they're not in contact with the cast for a little while after and before the elimination, if that helps with like giving that time, do you guys think she would have had the same reaction if it they weren't private eliminations? Or do you think maybe it would have ended up a little different because she wouldn't have had that time between the elimination and getting back to the house to process those feelings and think everything through? I think she's definitely got like, a good solid couple mile walk to put in some thinking. <laughs> but I think after that first elimination, you just know there was a pep talk from Horacio and Kylan, like the exact right pep talk at the right time to get her through the rest of this, all the right advice. Like that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like that was, that's probably crucial to the rest of her game. Yeah. I'll say what a wonderful point, Karina. I swear like th- this is why I love coming on the show is because you're making me realize that there hasn't been a public in terms of showing everyone in the house, a competitor on competitor elimination in like three months. Okay. And like, <laughs> like literally, you know, yeah. and like that's a, that is a huge part of the challenge. Those moments of vulnerability, those moments of I lost in front of all my friends or housemates, roommates, whatever, like, those moments mean so much. And, and it's, it's like, so it's probably not like as glorifying, you know, too, where it's like, Hey, like it's probably more rewarding for Norris watching this and saying like, Oh no, you guys in the house are all going to watch this elimination is the same time as the rest of the world and see how much of a fucking badass I am. Right. And there, there's something to be said about that. So yes, I do think that there is um, a lot to be said about, the fact that they were private and she probably got to calm down. She probably got to be level headed. And there's also the fact that, you know, if, if the whole, you know, if the whole group saw that first elimination, I think they would think twice about putting her in there because uh, Zach's talked about it many times. Like it needs to be, when you talk about where everyone is at in terms of a certain skill, her physicality maybe is not at an A plus, but at this point, if we're going to doubt her puzzle making skills, you're not paying attention. She's elite in that category. So you're not going to want to put her in an elimination because she's going to come back or at least make it very, very hard for someone else that you want to stay. I really like Nuris, And I think she if she chooses to accept callbacks, she will become the face of this show very much like oh, yeah. Akara, Tori, Rachel before her. She's got that kind of dynamic and that kind of ability especially when it comes to puzzles and endurance. Mm -hmm. I mean, she led Nelson to a win, you know, after After he had gone through such a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then to see what she's done on this. Now, with that being said, I think this format plays especially into her strengths Mm -hmm. as far as three puzzles back to back to back, right? With a short distance in between. But I don't want to take anything away because what she's done is absolutely impressive. No matter who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this really plays to her strength, in my opinion. And the way that the challenge is going now, guys, with CBS and with um, this season, like every, it's fine. I can't, I never forget it. Last season, CBS is soft and CBS is this and that and that and that. And then, it, <laughs> and then we come to this season and everyone's like, well, at least we had an all of all last season, you know, or yeah. fake or fake or not, like fake or not. And there was that elimination with John A and Tori. Like there, there were some. Yeah. There was some shit on there. You know what I mean? There was some, there was some stuff. So um, the way that it's going, the trajectory of it's going, whether we like it or not. And, and 
hear me out. I do think that they're listening. I think that they understand what the fans are yearning for. With that all being said, the the, the overall trajectory, like the 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 year like yearly long plan, she fits perfectly in what they're trying to accomplish. You know, and I'm not saying if she has to come back every season by any means. Because no. I think, please don't. I think contestants that take a couple of years off or a couple seasons, seasons off, yeah, one to two seasons, then come back, it refreshes the fans' mm-hmm. view on them and it refreshes them. So they're ready to play the game to their fullest abilities. And I'm not going to speak for her, but I know that there's a lot more to her life than this show. Oh, yeah. Um, as much as she loves it, as much as she loves it, there's a lot more to her life than this show. I hope, you know, I, I, I enjoy watching her. I think she's must see TV. I said that. Um, and I really hope we see her in the future. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily count on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, she's the fucking cover girl for target. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's not like she doesn't have other things going on. She's been in. Wow. Yeah. And she's, uh, been in a video with Cardi B. I know about Cardi B's video. (laughs) I didn't know about it. And then I saw it and I was like, I got to watch this. Oh, okay. So she was in a Cardi B video. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look it up. I will do that. Yeah, look it up here. Yeah, I, I will do that. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> right after, and it'll be four a.m. here. All right, For everyone else, we will link it down below. Yeah. All right, ready? We're gonna we're actually gonna plug it in. Drum roll. No, I'm kidding. That's the name of the daily. Um, oh my gosh. Well, it, I actually really liked this Did, daily. What? I liked it. I thought it was cool. It was yeah. funny. It was entertaining. I'm so yeah. disappointed. I don't think I've ever disagreed with you, Karina. But now's the time. This uh, daily was awesome. I liked it. Are you fucking kidding? Look, okay. All right. I will it say was this. better than last week's. No, it, okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's not setting the bar very high. Okay. I try <laughs> not to. That's a really low fucking bar. That's first true. of all. Second of all, I will say fun daily. But for the last daily of the season, though, like, really? Like, why was this not, like, in the beginning somewhere? I don't even remember what those dailies were because I was, like, 17 months ago. But, you know, I I, I just, I I just, I don't know. It just didn't feel like the last daily of the season Mm. for the battle for a new champion. This is deciding the final per, the final person purged. That was difficult to say. Uh. I just felt like it was like it was just a little weak for what it was. I was gonna say the why the reason I liked it is because um it was legitimately dangerous. And and that's why I liked it. You know, I I, yeah. I, I think that's what makes the challenge um the challenge and not uh like a traders or like a big brother is you can get really freaking hurt doing yeah. this shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what I liked about it. <laughs> I like the fact that they they I like the fact that they could fall and hurt themselves really hard. I saw some rumors about people popping implants, whatever. I don't know if that's true. And I should call Olivia and ask her. But uh, I don't think... I'm surprised we didn't see any bloody noses. I believe the broken ribs. That's what I'm saying. Like, like to me, like that danger, that fear factor um, makes a challenge great. So that's why I liked it. I understand what you're saying, Karina, but that's just my opinion. I thought it was entertaining, and that's the most we can ask for uh, compared to them climbing on semis. And they're cl- when was being on a semi and with people in water handing letters? I never said that was entertaining. Never I mean, this once. was entertaining. This is that's all you can ask for this season in days. I'm just saying when they're up there, like running on the drum roll, 
Who is recording them on the camera? Is it like all from their GoPros or what? Yeah, GoPros. Probably and... GoPros or drones and... Oh, drones. I didn't even think about that. The whole time I'm like, usually they have cameramen following them. How the heck are the cameramen up there? They might have like cameras like on the actual like structure, you know, like stationary cameras on the structure, you know, so Boom I don't think there's actually ca- a cameraman up up there. I don't th- I don't <laughs> think, just but just fucking. <laughs> we're good. You know, but like- you never know. You never know, though, because what season was it? It was um what All Stars three or whatever, where they did that. What was it? Trivia where they boom. Right. And we got that dope ass shot of Jordan. And he was telling us when we interviewed him there was that guy, there was a cameraman yeah. that would drop with them to get the shots of them falling down. That's so dope. it's possible that there was an actual. Cap, but I mean, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But whoa. Question about this daily. Did you just not like that they were running on a spinning just, drum with ropes just, or did you not like the way they broke it down? It's just boring. I, OK, first of all, I feel like they had to break it in for. They had to break it into 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 multiple rounds. Otherwise, it would have literally lasted like two minutes and it would have been a two minute daily. And so I, I it, it just I feel like they should. I it just I, I just I don't know. It just was boring. <laughs> there was nothing to it. Just stand up here. And, and yes, it was dangerous. And I, I, I do love that aspect of the challenge. And. That's why like the heights over water challenge like dailies are usually my favorites. And maybe that's why I'm so disappointed in this is it's like we've seen so many heights over water dailies. There's there's so many options with this. And this is the best you could come up with for the last daily is sure. Put them over water, but running on a fucking drum roll. Like I just that's the best you could come up with. Like who's who's choosing these dailies? I just don't get it the guy doing stats like where's where's the where's the thing like um okay you remember i think it was vendettas they had the hashtag shaped uh structure thing up in the air and everybody had their little corners and you had to get your hashtag to your little pole and you could like knock people off shane and all that yeah and nicole zanata fucking just leveled somebody up there yeah. i don't remember who she took out but she took somebody out and leveled them up there and <laughs> sent them into the water do the one from invasion that, you know zach they, was yeah. the one zach and ct and that Bananas one did, was where fun. they had to fucking it was like the, they had to like crawl like do the yeah I don't yeah. Know. it was like a gear that they were inside of I anyways know, i think anyway. we're getting really off track with this one we are but th- i'm just saying that that's that it just it just i don't know that i was just disappointed in what they decided to do i mean to me it's i haven't been a big fan of any of the dailies this season like above all. like oh my god like i want to see this daily in another season kind of thing where this one was like it felt like old faithful like you knew it was gonna work and you knew that there was no real cheating on this. If you fell, you lost. <laughs> I, I, I that that's another thing that I love about it personally is like I love definitive shit. You know what I mean? Yes. I like I like. There's no question. There's no you know. There's no you know. I mean, if I want to be nitpicky, could you intentionally or unintentionally bump people? That's like the only thing. Um, but other than that, stay on that fucking thing. If you can stay on the 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 drum roll. <laughs> Uh, if you can stay on it, you're good. You know, <laughs> the hamster and, wheel. Yeah, the hamster wheel. And Berna found a way to do it. And she did it really, really well. Because that's what she does. Yeah, she works for like <laughs> fucking. I don't know if she actually means the circus or like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> I'm not like 100%. So I don't want to like 
but I've either way her- she does that shit all yeah. the time for money so like, she was too was- comfortable up there she was too comfortable up there she was going on her sunday stroll she was just you know, just getting it in. Just getting it in. She It looked like she could almost power walk on that okay. shit. Can I say something, though? Of How, course. Why is this the one thing that James is good at? How and why? I, I I'm just how did that happen? I, he he's only got one one he's got one hand this time too, and suddenly he's according to Corey Lay, he's a beast. Um, and I, I'm just curious why this is the thing. I made this. I think what it is is uh, I made this joke on our show, and I'll make it again. Is he just threw Mariah out the club? Like he bu- <laughs> he he bumped into her so hard she fell off. And then once he had once he had space, once he had space, <laughs> he get those fucking hips going. Yeah, bro. once he had space, he could you know he could like widen out. You know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like make those strides and do his normal you know his normal penguin waddle. So um, oh my gosh, I, uh, I I that's my opinion. I think once he had space and he felt like he was comfortable he was good but um Berna, <laughs> she just had those she just had those compact you know chopping wood you know with the high knees you know she was gotta we gotta gotta give her credit there yeah she got that rhythm down real quick and she stuck with it yeah you know what the highlight was i don't give a fuck is michelle just hanging onto the fucking <laughs> rope all two rounds <laughs> and i know they made that shit look a Corey lot longer <laughs> than she was really doing it because slow motion and the same cut over the same face she was terrified of that drum roll oh, she, yeah, was, she was she she was legitimately scared yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like laurel my first thought was they're all standing hanging they're gonna Flip and their face is going to hit the drum roll and that's a broken nose. It didn't happen, but he first of okay, I'm going to say two things really quick. First, to your point, did you guys see the way Olivia hit her face when she hit the water? I was shocked. She did not come up looking like James oh, came up scared. when he was on the other when he was on Challenge UK. Like there's, I was so so shocked. Like I expected her to just be all bruised up all through her face, but nope. Nothing. I think that was more like a freak accident that happened to James. That was crazy. Think about yeah. how many times we've seen people fall face first 30 feet into the water and they pop up and they're just like, uh, uh, and then, you know, they don't come up looking like someone fucking hit him with a baseball bat. Look, you can, you can say whatever you want about my girl, Olivia, but I'll tell you this. She is a tough cookie. Oh, she's a she, tough bitch for sure. I saw that picture of her and in Indianapolis I was like Alexis how cold is it there she's like it's fucking freezing here and she's out there in like a fucking a sundress I'm like what uh-huh. the fuck dude uh-huh. what uh, is she- going on here dude it was snowing the day you guys were in Indianapolis was our first snow but I'm like you know what it's probably way colder in Alaska where there's never any sun yeah oh yeah for sure and she is tough that's like the best thing about her is like she's so pretty on the outside but she is fucking tough yeah, no, I know you had a good conversation with her, Alexis. How do you feel about everything now? You know, man, I'm not going to turn my back on her. <laughs> One, I understand it's a TV show. And two, like people make mistakes. And also three, there's a lot of money on the line. So nobody's thinking clearly in there. I mean, she probably doesn't even understand the severity of what she's doing when she's doing it until everybody else gets their opinion on it to throw it back at her. And I feel for her because no one deserves death threats and online hate like that. I mean, people got to chill. She's a human. And we've seen a lot of dirty, dirty stuff on this show. Um, 
We've seen a lot of dirty stuff. I'm I'm of the opinion, and I think Narice might disagree with me, but I, I'm of the opinion that Olivia doesn't do that move if she's not, you know, a, a good amount certain that Corey uh, is in there and that she's not, you know, and that Narice is not not you know safe. But um, Jay, I think, is a vindictive person, and I think he knows that it's kind of one of those things where. He is like, hey, this is the plan that I said was going to happen. And then do whatever you guys want. You know, like basically. I'm not yeah. hunting. I'm not. Yeah, that's 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 freaking bullshit. You know what I yeah. mean? That's like. And he has a million pure lies. But I think if he was doing anything to salvage his relationship with Narice, he has plausible deniability here. And it's a, he pissed me off in his interview in the, in this particular episode when he said, yeah. I don't know why Olivia didn't save Narice. What an oh idiot she was. God. And it was just like, I just wanted to grab his neck and just be like, you know, like you, <laughs> you took advantage of my friend, you know, <laughs> like, you know, here's my thing is like you said earlier and I couldn't agree with it more. I think you said on the live, which was there's a difference between real life and gameplay and what we see on the TV show. Yeah. Right. Did Olivia do the things we saw? Yes. But let's not pretend like, and I know Norris will take it differently because they were friends outside and this is going to get to a larger question later, but it's game. And we've seen people put their friends, their real life friends in before and do shady shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's part of the challenge. Now, if Norris doesn't want to be friends with these people going outside of the game, that's her prerogative. And I can't fault her for it. Just like I can't fault these people who would do what they have to do to get by in life. No differently. I think I think it's a very understated thing that she did not vote her into elimination. She did not choose somebody else uh, uh, when it was just two options, and it was like, hey, it was. She did. She made a choice in a game that the ending result is that Narice is going in. The fact is that Narice saved her the week before, so that should have been repaid, right? Just mm-hmm. just using the transitive property, right? However, um, it. I don't see it as a personal attack on Narice the way that a lot of people want to take it. And it could definitely be, um, it could definitely be something that was done without caring how Narice felt about it. You can say that. And I think that's a fair statement to make. I'm going to do this, not caring how anyone thinks about it. Maybe that's how she felt, but she didn't do it to Narice. I, and I, and I stand by that. I, I think she was bullshitted. Like you said, I think Jay and them told her, oh, yeah, no, Corey's going to do this. And that's why she went along with it. My biggest fault on Olivia, because I like Olivia, just like you do, Alexis. I think Mm -hmm. she's good television. I think she has a role on this challenge. I root for her when I see her on there. My biggest gripe is if she makes the move we all want her to make, which is say Narice, which leads to Kylan and Horacio being saved, too. Iconic. She becomes an iconic player, and we know what that means to the challenge fandom in general. You know what I mean? And what that places her next season at. But like you said, it was her decision. So yeah. let's, let's rock with that and see what happens. And if you guys want to get uh, any opinions from Olivia, check out her podcast. Give me that mic. I'm wearing her hoodie right now. Yeah, yes. we're going to have it all linked below. Uh, 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 get, you know, because look, like like I said, and I said this on the live too, which is we live in America. Everyone gets their voice. So at least give her a chance to to say her piece. Yeah. 100%. And she just, yeah, she just released that episode where she 
you know, broke it all down, um, you know, from mm-hmm. her point of view. So we will definitely have that link down below as well. Thanks, guys. Oh, oh yeah, of course, of course. dude. Of course. Um, I listened to it because I wanted to hear what she yeah, had to say. I listened, yeah, I listened to it, too. It was. I love Olivia. Like, yeah. I'm just I'm going to be honest, like when we you know, when we're recapping and stuff, we're recapping like the edit that we're mm-hmm. shown and, and the storyline that we're shown and. You know, going based off of that, I ha- I am like like Team Narice. You know what I mean? Because I see the the fault in what Olivia did, but in actual like real life, like I've talked to Olivia, she's super fucking sweet person. I adore her, and I don't think that it's fair to take an isolated incident that happened on a reality TV show for life changing money and say, oh, that that's who you are right there. That's who you are. Right. I don't think it's fair to do that to a person. I think that people make mistakes and learn from their mistakes. And I think you have to give people grace to learn and to grow. For me, like, it's it's hard for me to hold something like this against Olivia because like, and and maybe this is going to make me sound fucked up, but I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think of a, a person, not my husband or my kids, but like a person in my life, a friend. That I would give up three hundred and fifty thousand fucking dollars for, and I, my my mind is blank. I have there are no names up there <laughs> that fit that. So I, I just it's hard for me to be upset with her about it. Yeah, I'll I'll put this one thing on, and I'll say like is, I I was asked the question over the past week. Um, are you you know t- you know like who to see where you want Team Olivia, Team Reese, and like it's very obvious like there there are no teams. There was a very very. A uh, controversial decision made that, in my opinion, and we can all make our decision uh, opinion on it if it's right or wrong, was wrong. Okay. Now, with that, with that being said, there there really are no sides. We can either choose to forgive and grow, or we can't. And I'll say this: like, look, we're we we all have people in our lives that have done uh, messed up things to the point of, hey, sometimes the courts get involved. Hey, sometimes police get involved. Hey, mm-hmm. this isn't any yeah. of that. This isn't any of that but we still choose to love them and forgive them and grow. And sometimes we don't choose to love them and give them and grow. That's your decision as a fan. Okay. Um, I'm making my decision as a fan based on my relationship with the person I know. And if you're viewing it and you don't know that person, you might think a certain way, but I do know her and and I know what her intention are, uh, attentions are. And, um, as a game player, like looking at it unbiasedly as a game player, not a move I would make, um, not the most popular move, but she did not. She didn't sign her death warrant, in my opinion. That's how I feel about it. No. And, and that's my thing is at the end of the day, look, I still like watching Johnny Bananas on my TV and the man stole hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> from someone who was supposedly his friend because she threw him in the previous season right before the final. Yeah. That he wouldn't have beaten sarah and jordan in anyways but nonetheless he still stole that money you know what i was saying for every season after that i hope the bananas is on it because he makes it fucking interesting entertaining so am i gonna fucking not watch this because olivia didn't save her friend no it i agree it was a bad decision and i hope she gets called back 100 percent. oh 100 percent. if she doesn't again we will riot i mean she was i watched her love island season two so like I just got a soft spot for her. And to be honest, like when, when she left that show, I wasn't exactly like number one fan. I, I really liked the guy that was her, that she ended with. Corey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought he was a nice guy. Too nice for TV, to be honest. 
but when she got on the challenge, it was like, how can you not like this girl? She brings everything you want to see on this show specifically. She she brings the drama. She brings like the girl power, and she's so fucking strong. I don't know. I just I feel like she's what you want on the show. So people need to just get over it. Be kind, guys. Be kind. Be critical if you want, but be kind. Yes, that's the thing. If it, you know, like you said, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And if if somebody does something on the show that you don't like, cool. But don't be a dick. Just just don't be a dick. Okay. Yeah. Like plain simple. I think that's just a, a nice general motto for life in general. Honestly, is just don't be a dick. Right? Just why would I tell people they want to rate a zero <laughs> stars? Go to Yelp. It's honestly. It's honestly hilarious. Like, and I, you know, I don't deal with like hate, I guess. Like, people will comment on certain things, but I just always thought it's crazy how people sometimes, like, it, and look, it, 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 you can get caught up in it, but like, these people do not know you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure for, so for my point is, is like, Olivia, I think is much more concerned with the opinion of Norris than the thousands of people that are hating right now. Um, and hopefully, hopefully that's something we can mend or maybe for TV. Hopefully it's not, I don't know. We'll see, but, um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm doing my thing behind the scenes, but who, who knows, you know, we need them on a rival season as partners and then they'll win together and then they'll become best friends like CT and Wes. Uh, that, that sounds fun. I don't know if it'll happen, but I'm just saying it's possible. And if not, we will get an incredible fucking show. <laughs> you know what? Look, I'm not mad about it either way, <laughs> but were you guys mad that Michelle was purged in the Staley? Oh. Do you think she deserved to make that final? Hold on. Who, wait, who are, you, are you asking me? I'm asking everybody. <laughs> if you're asking me, uh, I don't care. I do not care. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say I was necessarily happy because I do like Michelle. I, I think she's a, a good person and she's a great uh, challenger. Am I going to say she's the best competitor? No, I'm not going to say that. I do think she's a great challenger. I do think she was one of the best challengers on this season. Um, the problem is, is you save so many people, then the purges get heavy. If the purges get heavy, it could be you. And we saw some of the best competitors, in my opinion, this season. Um, and I say competitors, not challengers. I think we saw some of the best competitors on this season lose due to purges. And you're talking about Raven. You're talking about Ed. People that I would love to see in this uh, position. Um, so, no, it's the luck of the draw. Um, you can't figure it out. You can't figure it out. We'll see. Ya. I was just shocked, just like straight shocked. But at the same time, I was like, what is this going to mean? Like, this is going to just change things up so much. Like, she was yeah. really, I mean, to be honest, like, I still just cannot even predict who's going to win. But, like in my in my gut, I felt that it was going to be her, but I also felt Ooh. it was going to be Kyland, and then like <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I'll say I'll say that like the way that like I will not be happy if Jay wins. I will be upset. I will be <laughs> I will be physically sick if Jay wins. I do not feel that way about Michelle. I feel like yeah. I feel like if Michelle if Michelle had won. I would have been happy for her. I maybe not think she's right. the most deserving, but I think she played. If she had won, I would say, yeah, because she played the best game. Did she? But it's it's like, you know, playing Yahtzee with all the best. I'm sorry, playing uh, 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 Uno with all the best cards, you know, um, you're going to have the best chance, but you could still lose. You could still lose. And 
Um, she did. She had the best hand, but she still lost. It's 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 a little bit of indictment on her skills, but you know that you that you got to show up ready to play. When she fell and she had that scream, it seriously like broke my heart. Like you could just tell when she hit the water, she was just like devastated. I thought it was funny that Jay foreshadowed it all. He's like, she's not good at this kind of stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Thanks for manifesting that, Jay. Thanks for putting that out in the universe, Jay. Yeah. Exactly. Why didn't you say I'm not good at that stuff? Then right? you can make everybody happy. <laughs> so here's my thing is I think it's kind of shitty when you don't see one of the best players, whether that's socially, strategically, physically, competitively, make it to a final. Cause I want to see how they're going to end up finishing the season. So I would have liked to seen Michelle make the final with that being said, I'm not terribly upset because it threw the house into a different dynamic, which I knew James was probably not getting saved because Mariah is no longer anyone's number one. So yeah. you know what that means? No subtitles next week. Oh my God. You and your <laughs> subtitles. Oh, before me, what? I stole that from Zach. Yeah, I stole that from Zach. <laughs> it was uh, spot on though. Like, yeah. I mean, I understand more when CT's talking. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, 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 no, it's just there. It's hysterical, man. When that guy gets going, um, you know, I, I, and, and the funny thing is, is like, Nerese told me a little bit about James. She said he's a good dude. And she says he's really funny, A, B, and C. Um, but he'll never be anything more to me than Mariah's puppy dog. And, um, you know, jump, sit down. Yep. Uh, and he had an opportunity to be his own man whenever Zara was on the block. And he decided to be a little puppy dog. And that's why she called him whatever she called him. She's hilarious. Um, but, uh, her fourth chihuahua. Yeah. Literally, she's funny. <laughs> oh my God. No. Did she really? Yeah, no, no, she didn't. Zara called him that on the show, but also called him that during our interview with her. Yes. I forgot. I remember about that. Zara did. I thought you meant Mariah did. No. I thought you meant Mariah said that. And so I was going to say that makes that video we just posted today. That would have made that video we just posted oh, yeah. today even oh, fucking funnier with no. that caption I put on it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got so confused. I was like, Mariah said that? She's taking shots at James? That, oh, that makes me like her a lot. But I don't know about Mariah saying it. She look, she commented on the video we posted and she like laughed about it. And she was like, I cringe every time I see this. And then she was like, I'm so sorry. I was on my period. I was like, all right. I mean, at least she's like, she's not like taking it like personal. And so, you know. Yeah. Well, she, she takes, she takes our show, our post personal. Um, Does she? <laughs> as they're, as they were intended to be taken. I was going to say, yeah. Wait, because you guys were talking about her bucket hats. <laughs> we talk. We talk about. We talk about everything she does. <laughs> well, I'll have you know the episode that she was wearing the bucket hats. I took a picture of the screen and was like, "Hey, if those are in, I'm about to be rocking them." <laughs> and you guys are talking shit about them. Honestly, uh, I I don't have as big of a problem with the bucket hats. Um, as Zach does and a lot of America does or <laughs> the world I should say uh, but uh, it's just like you know when that's like the most clothing you have on um, as a you know as a heterosexual male I don't hate it um, as uh, you know if I was her dad I might care more but 
Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's you know she's her. She can live her life however she wants. I'm just clowning. But look, I give her credit. Look where she's at. She's in the final. Here's my thing: is uh, I would have loved to see her play this game with her number one priority not being keep my boy toy in this fucking season. Yeah. Um, because I think Mariah could be a really good challenger. I mean, she played this whole fucking season keeping some dude that can't even speak English in the fucking game. <laughs> can't run, can't, can't do, do shit, shit. Man. But she kept him in this game the whole thing. So I'm going to give her credit on that because that's impressive. No, every and, I, and I'll say this: I don't, I don't know her. I don't know. I just, I didn't see her winning like anything unless she was attached to somebody else. Um, and I'll also, but like a lot of people in that house say she is very, very strong. Um, so that's, that's yeah. for them. That's for them. I don't know. I will say this. I'm going to give her some credit to her social gameplay because she aligned herself with Michelle, which was far more important than aligning herself with Jane. Um, her standing with Michelle is what kept James in that house. And knowing True. that for yeah. Jay and Michelle, they were two locked in votes every time, no matter what. But with that being said, but, but that's what I mean. Sorry to cut you off, Rick, but that's what I mean. It's, it's a lot easier to negotiate that when your vote is worth two. You know what I mean? It's a lot mm-hmm. easier. So let me, let me attach myself to a, of somebody to have two votes for the price of one. Then, okay, yeah, no wonder sh- her vote is worth more than, uh, than Narisa's vote. They're, they're no wonder. It's because Narisa's plus one can't be controlled by anybody, including Narisa. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Nerese can tell Horacio to do something and he ain't doing it if he doesn't want to do it. Right. That's a real man for you. Okay. And and James, you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna cross his friend to make some girl he just met happy with him. Like that that just goes to show you his integrity. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, with that being said, uh, I do want to see that integrity level in certain parts of this game because it makes it interesting. Because if we have everybody with outstanding integrity, sometimes we That's lose true. the ability to fuck over people on a reality TV show. Oh, yeah. I have no problem with her being on the screen. She's yeah. freaking hot. And she's like, really, you know what I'm saying? She knows, she knows, <laughs> she knows, she knows, she knows how to play the social game. I agree with you. I just don't, I don't, I don't care for her character, but the same way, uh, the same way that uh, uh, Joffrey Baratheon uh, I'm sorry, Joffrey uh, Lannister is uh, ruining, <laughs> ruining, ruining life for everybody. He plays his part. He plays his part in the show. And I don't want the show without Joffrey, but you know, like, Joffrey is the worst. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So funny. We just, we talk about Game of Thrones so much. <laughs> oh my God. I don't. So many of these challengers are compared to characters yeah, in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, I've been yeah. waiting all season for us to be able to make the reference to season eight Daenerys. And we finally got it this season with Colleen. And we're going to get into that after we finish up this daily that we've been talking about for 40 yeah, fucking minutes. It's worth it because this is like the most entertaining shit because everything else is pretty much a carry on of what we see. One thing I wanted to say was Berna ends up winning this and really quickly you see it form up in the house that there were two separate alliances um, in the house outside of just Arasio, Kylan, Norris, Olivia in the beginning. There were the which, three, like we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, Emmanuel, ago, Berna, yeah. Colleen, which have brought in Corey as well. Right. But with Berna winning this, we're feeling the burn because we pretty much all know exactly what's going to fucking happen. Yeah. Unfortunately. You know, 
I, I was going to ask the question, but I'm pretty sure it's a foregone conclusion that everybody's not happy with the winner this episode. Um, with the winner of what? With the daily? The daily, yeah. I mean, she was on my fantasy team in this in this league, so I don't hate it. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. I got to get score on that. I don't hate it, yeah. Um, no, I mean, look, my, my thing with Berna, and, and I'll be honest with you, it's a little bit biased just because I, I do you know know her a little bit. It's good to see her have a triumphant moment. Um, yeah. And uh, whether, you know, people don't like her or whether she's rude or whatever, like, I, I don't have a problem cheering for somebody who earned something. Um, she hasn't done something to me in this season that I say is like, oh, like wrong. Or it was, you know, she is she's playing a loyal game to Michelle, um, who has been protecting her behind the scenes. And I think. While she might not be that high on Michelle's priority list, I've seen her prioritize her before over some yeah. other people. Um, so um, it's got her to this final. Um, am I happy with it? Uh, no, I want Narice. You know what I mean? Because I feel like she needs some safety yeah. um, and has, you know, technically by the letter of the law, she has not earned safety. Like, let's just be real. And that's something that Horacio would say. And he said in the past episodes is, if I don't win, I have no one to blame but myself. And there has to be that type of accountability. But we can all say, like, we can all say I'm rooting for the person who's had their back against the wall, who's been beat up every single corner. We're allowed to say that. But, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with this win for Berna. And it sucks what the result is. But I don't have a, I mean, I'm happy. I am happy for her. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. There's, I'm happy for her. I'm happy for yes. her. I'm not happy for the results. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are other people I would have preferred to win, you know, to see win over her, but I'm not like, it's not, it's also not the worst thing that could have happened in my opinion. Yep. And that is a question I asked Nerese. And if you want, you go listen to the podcast, but um, I asked her, who do you, or who would you have chosen as mm. you won? And I'll let you guys make your own assumptions on that. That's inter- That's actually really interesting. Yeah. Because. I- you know, it's f- fuck all you guys, really. So, so who exactly? So who in that house? Corey. I feel like you think so. He's the only one that greeted her on the outside when she won both times. Genuinely, I kind of feel like she would stick to the all girls thing because she knows she can beat all those girls. But I don't know. That's just my that's just my thoughts. But no, we'll we're gonna link if you that know, down below. Go yeah. check out Zach Nichols' podcast with Pierre <laughs> and Zach Nichols. <laughs> a little tease, little sprinkle. Just a little sprinkle. Did you guys notice that Corey's confessionals weren't lining up correctly this episode? Yeah, that was just a moment. I think a moment they probably took from the beginning of the season where he talked about his dad and they kind of um, just like talked about his motivation a little bit. Um, they just they just plugged and played it. No big deal. It's what they do best. Well, it's just like it was completely a completely different look than what he's been rocking in every other confessional. I was like, wait, his hair was braided at the beginning of this. Like where's the red leather vest? See, look, I'm going to, I'm going to just be honest. There are certain confessional topics that when I hear them come on that, like this is my time to like look down and check my phone or like whatever. (laughs) And I'm sorry, but like the motivational, why I'm here confessionals those are typically a hundred percent of the time it's okay what's what's going on down here on my phone because i really not that i don't care but like i don't i don't care i've heard it like 17 times all season because they've talked about it all season i know you're here for your family and your parents and your kids and your wives and your best friends and 
Like, so let's just, let's just go. Okay. <laughs> so no, yeah. I missed it. That was the point of that. Story. I think, <laughs> look, I think <laughs> Sorry. you're hilarious. First of all, like, I don't mind, but I do mind. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, no, I just think, look, I have a lot of gripes and most of it is unfortunately against production and it's, you know, it is what it is. I think they missed the ball in grabbing some better questions during confessionals. Like instead of saying like, you know, why are you here? Be like, so what would your gameplay be in this hypothetical? Because you're going to get crazy ass answers that you can plug in to create a better storyline than what they do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they just missed the opportunity. You want to show why Corey's is, is his motivation. Show a phone call instead of him giving us a confessional Mm. about it. I do like the phone calls more than just the confessionals. Yeah. So instead they chose to show him eating lunch by himself. (laughs) It's a a great point, guys. I I love the phone calls personally. I I think like, you know, you got, you want to, you want to remind everyone how emotionally taxing the situation is and, Mm -hmm. and how lonely it must be. You know, you're in a room full of people that you barely know. I'm sorry, a house full of people that you barely know, and they all want you to leave. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So um, I, I agree. I think the phone calls it definitely should be more. For me, like it, it humanizes them and it makes them relatable, you know? So like when I see someone make a call home, like for example, the ones that get me for obvious reasons, is like when I see someone call home to their kid or their wife. Yeah. And I instantly... I'm like mentally transported to that place of being in a different country for weeks on end and only getting to talk to my kids for 10 minutes a week. Like literally just the thought of it, like it, it chokes me. I could never do it. I could never do it. So I feel like those those family calls home and stuff like that humanizes them and it makes it their situations a little more relatable. And it like helps you find people that you really want to root for, because like. Oh, like he's got kids like I do or like, you know, whatever. What I was going to say is just in agreeance with you guys, because I mean, think about it. Even people that haven't gotten really any of an edit that are making this final, like Emmanuel and other characters in the show, like even his phone call home to his mom was endearing. And it gave Very me a sweet. little bit more of a human view on a man well that you didn't get through the season because mm-hmm. they haven't really done much with him. You know what I mean? And we're two episodes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Well, and now, you know, like he's really close with his mom, like yeah. and we've interviewed him before. And I he talked a little bit about he talked it, a little bit about, you know, but I didn't realize that they were like that close. And, you know, so it I, I like little stuff. like Yeah. That. Anyways, from uh, the daily, we head into the house and it's really like the girls kind of pushing this idea of to Berna, like, hey, we want to make this all girl final. And Berna's like, why would I want to save people that have made my life hell in this house? And that's kind of a hard argument to uh, really go against, even though she's, in my opinion, missing the boat on this. Yeah, she's. Yeah, like. Look, I get it. I, 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 and I'm just going to say this really quick, and I'm not going to harp on this as much tonight as I thought I was going to earlier, because earlier I was like, this is all I'm going to say all episode. Uh, I <laughs> won't do that to you guys. I'm going to say it one time, and then I'm going to stop. But she, I, I get it. I get, I get the whole idea of like, let's, I don't want to help people who have been assholes to me all season, right? And I get it. And yeah, Narice and Olivia, maybe they're assholes to her. I, I get it. 
But at the same time, you had the opportunity to take part and make something happen that is historic, not just something personal, little petty fights, bullshit, little petty shit. You had the opportunity to make something historic happen, something that has never happened on a competition reality show. And you fucking blew it over petty bullshit drama. And that really bothers me. And that's all I'm going to say about that. See, I kind of want you to say it again because uh, make sure the people, <laughs> make sure the people in the back hear you. Um, I uh, personally say that shit with your chest. Yeah, I, I. So the only it's funny because I believe she ends up saving Colleen. Right? Is that what happens? She ends up saving Corey, who oh, she then saves, Corey. saves Colleen. Who saves Colleen? Okay. Yeah. So so you know the only in my opinion the only non girl that she should choose in this scenario is Emmanuel. Okay. Um, he has repeatedly been there for her. If she wanted yeah. to be there for him, I get it. Okay. I get it. I get it. Other than that, if you are playing this game to win, that is the clear objective. Then you need to do this move. And if you don't do it, you're putting yourself in a situation where these people who have not cared to backstab any of the other people that they've known for five years. Okay. Mm -hmm. They don't care to do that. And you think you're in a good spot playing with them and you think you're in a good spot. Michelle just picked Olivia over you. She's been telling you she's your number two the whole week. You know, like now she, I know Michelle's not in the situation, but it just goes to show what people are capable of doing. So to hold any deal or to hold any situation other than Emmanuel, she's, he's been there for you the whole time. To me is a little short sighted. Here's the thing is with her winning. I know it's, Oh, I only get one vote. Right. But no bullshit. We all know how the challenge plays, which is, Oh, you won the daily. So how do you want this to really go? Yeah. Because you're the person that's kind of in power or someone you know or cool with is in power. So it's going to be that alliance constantly winning. Mm-hmm. Look, here's, here's, here's the flip side. Here's the flip side of it, right? I'm going to play devil's advocate, okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, our alliance's goal was to make the final. Guess what? They did. The whole thing did. So she's probably looking at you, Karina, and being like, are you joking? My goal the whole season, I did it. Right. And she's right. She's fucking right. You know yeah. what I mean? I- and that and that's totally fair, but you know, and even even removing the whole it like making a historic moment happen for reality TV for the show for women all around the fucking world. Yeah, take that part out of it, and just the simple fact that yes, maybe you won as far as getting your alliance there, but your goal through the season should have been to win the season. And if you Agreed. take all these men with you, you're not going to win, Berna. Period. And I'm sorry to say that, and and it sucks to say that. But if you take all of these men, you take Jay, you take Corey Lay, you take a Manuel, you're right. not going to come in first place. Even just a Manuel. <laughs> I mean, and that's the hard part is that her ride or die is actually a pretty good competitor and, you know, athletically overall. So that's already tough. Yeah. But damn, can you feel the burn? Because <sighs> I just felt it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like. The, the 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 thing about Emmanuel, like, is he, you know what I mean? We haven't seen him do anything crazy this season. I know he had and despised lies. He was pretty, you know, strong and mm-hmm. people gave him respect and there were legends on that season, you know? So right. like we'll, we'll, we'll acknowledge that, but the guy's been into one elimination and lost. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to co-sign that specifically. I, I know it's a, it's people say that. However, he was, he, I, I agree with you on that aspect of it is like, 
you're that's not a game you play to win. Not not choosing Corey is not a game. Choosing Corey is not a a, a play to win situation. It it is a we have a group is in a, a goals alliance and we do mm-hmm. it. You know if we do it that that is. But um, I agree with you on that part more than more than the other stuff. I think the the making history as a woman thing is beautiful and it's something that would have been awesome had it served her well. I I just think like she made the decision. She had to make the decision for herself. And for her to choose Corey, the most illogical decision, you know? I also wonder if like in that moment, do those women there, that group of people specifically, do they understand the severity of what the historical moment could have been? Because to be honest, I'm not really sure that, I mean, I'm sure someone said it, that it would be the first time. Actually, I think Olivia said it. It would be the first time it ever happened. But like, None of them are on their stats. They don't really. I just don't think she really understood what could have been. Yeah, and 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 if if I got a, and I, I'm the type of person if I like criticize, I have to make sure that I, I play devil's advocate on Emmanuel's side, right? And we talk about the social aspect and how Michelle played a great great game. Emmanuel invested his time and energy into Berna, mm-hmm. who won this last daily. The one person he's been pouring his heart and soul into, his social equity saved him this time. And Corey's too. Yeah. We have to, we have to acknowledge these things. Oh yeah. So here's my argument. And this is a broader argument for a Manuel and certain people that play this game. And we've seen even people like Olivia play this game for the first nine episodes, 10 episodes like this, which is the CT route. Don't make big moves in the beginning, blend in, let your lines do the work. And then you do stuff you have to. And if that means you never see an elimination because someone drew a mace you know for chaos or you just never got voted down there then you played a good social gameplay you know you don't have to make waves all you have to do is when you know get to the final and then Mm -hmm. then it's whoever can run the longest at the fastest speed typically Mm -hmm. yep and and ed did that obviously he got perched Corey came in making a freaking splash right Mm -hmm. yeah and then he realized and he's like this was dumb I will be invisible <laughs> for as long as I possibly can be and let these people kill each other. 100%. And, and, and I agree with that, with that sentiment. Yeah. I mean, and it's one of those things you can hate the gameplay, but it's been proven to be successful over the last eight to nine seasons. Yeah. And this, and this is why, why I think like you can't do it every year. You can't do it every season, but I think like this season really made people clamor for the red skulls. I think like they really said, if you're going to make sure if you got to beat a champion or you got to do this or you got to do that, there has to be some benefit to chaos. There has to be more than 10 grand guys. They're playing. You know what I mean? Like that's not, that's not incentive to these people, you know? Um, in my opinion, I think they could have made it a lot better by just saying, if you don't win the daily, you're up for elimination and the champion gets to pick who they want to go against blind. There you go. I like that. I like, I like, you always got to think of, hey, where's the voting aspect? Where's this aspect? Like, I do like that a lot. Um, the one thing that I'll say, and like, I know for a fact, is like, then you're really putting a lot of equity into the social game on a vet level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like Zach said it um, on our podcast. I'll give you a, a tidbit um, about Horacio, right? Had Zach been a mercenary, had Zach been one of these champs, he's going to, he was going to ask Horacio. What do you want me to do? Why? Because Jordan told him Rossio's a good dude. Mm-hmm. So right. 
So, so what he's going to do is he's going to go in there. He doesn't know any of these people. He's going to go in there and say, Horacio, um, the one person I like, likes you. What do you want to happen? And that type of thing happens all the time. Devin didn't know what he was doing, but once he found out, Hey, if I pick Callum, it looks like it's going to mess it up. Let's do it. You know, like yeah. that, that, that type of thing, that type of thing happens all the time. So um, I think the, the, the champion choosing their, their pick. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's, and it's great. But it also leads to social equity being being even more a part of it rather than physical stuff. So something to remember. Yeah, I mean, here's my counter to it. How many of us would have wanted to see Laurel versus Michelle? <laughs> you know, Me. how many of us wanted to see, you know, fucking Kara against Narice or against Mariah, someone that would have put on a competition with her? That'd you know, awesome. I mean, not that Michelle didn't. It. Michelle beat her, but. Michelle wasn't, I didn't want to see Michelle Cara. I wanted to see Michelle Laurel. Yeah. I didn't want to see Jordan and Syrian. Kieran. Kieran. I'm sorry. I always want to say Syrian, but Kieran. I want to see him against Kylan. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Just me. But anyways, that's what I got on this. No, I, I, that's, that, I love that. I think that Devin and Kylan going against each other would be something I would want to see. In a puzzle, mm. absolutely, that'd be great. Or shit talking, because that would be a dynamic to <laughs> pay for. Even just in a room with their brains working together, I would just like to witness that. I mean, I kind of did, but you know, like them really working their brains. I was gonna say, yeah, Alexis, what was your what was your opinion of Kyland? Oh, big team Kyland fan. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I like watching him on the TV, and I like. I like him in real life. I mean, he was a good guy. Honestly, I just like, I really wish that I had someone in my life that (laughs) I could pair with him because he's a great guy and he's just like a logical thinker. He's like down to earth, everything that I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that I enjoyed about getting to know Kylan a little bit is, um, and this has nothing to do with who he is as a person. He's a big guy. He's a physic he's a physically intimidating guy. And when you when you see him and you meet him and you realize like, oh wow, like yeah, yeah. like I, I like him next to Darrell, like I don't think that's a I don't think that's like I don't think that's an advantage for, for Darrell. Um I don't think it's an advantage for Kylan either, but that just that in itself should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Right. It is a little hard to tell how like what these guys size really is like just seeing them on TV. But after meeting him in real life, I came back to the podcast and was like, everybody needs to watch out for Kylan Cause he's a big guy and they just don't even realize it. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, does, that doesn't always mean you're good at the challenge, but it would, what it does mean is yeah. And, and I know that. And then I brought the one I brought it up. Like he's, he's huge um, in terms of like, just being like well put together. Um, but what it do, what it does mean is that he has a presence, like he has a presence on, yeah. on the competitions. He has a presence in the house. He does, and um, it's it's important to remember that. We got to remember. We got to take a break for this ad. Hey, stick sticking through the ad and coming back. Stick, don't don't give me shit. We've all been DJing all night, all right? <laughs> okay, uh, 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 you know it's a remix. And this oh is my God. this is side two. 
You know what I mean? Welcome back. <laughs> oh my God. No. If she doesn't know what side two is, she's too young for you, bro. She's too young she's for too you, young, bro. bro. Way she's too young. too young yeah. for you, bro. <laughs> I was going to say side B, but I was like, uh, they're not going to get the that one. The cassette tape? Not the cassette. Yeah, bro. Damn. <laughs> Michael Jackson, dangerous. Took me back to talk about a core memory unlocked. For real. There you go. Okay. All right. Moving on. Wow. So <laughs> getting back into this. Uh, episode we go into the house party of course we start okay, get- first of all a house we a house party what <laughs> i i was so fucking excited i was so confused i thought they were going to the club i was very excited for this to be honest i was very very excited for this it, it wasn't as cool as i thought it was gonna <laughs> be and it definitely was not as cool as the house parties used to be but I was very excited to see this. Like, they had some fun again. Finally, it was nice to see some fun on the screen. But, yeah. and then immediately back to game. Yeah. Well, we get back to Jay just talking about how he doesn't trust anyone. You don't say. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> look, we know you don't trust Narice. That's why you've been trying to vote her out the last, well, not vote her out but not save her by any means definitely we, not yeah we know you're don't trust olivia because you've been doing the same thing to fucking her <laughs> like what do you mean bro the fact that he's the fact that he's has to tell everybody who he doesn't trust and it's, it's not the other way around is absolute mind-boggling to me uh yeah plays the game man i'll give it to him like i i i don't know i try to give the benefit of the doubt that it is a game and not no, he's doing he's doing everything right for himself. I blame everyone else for look, and, and actually I don't blame them because a lot of them are in the final, but I I just look at it whenever the situation was changeable, right? Whenever they could have gotten the numbers, they could have turned Ed, they could have Colleen had she was talking shit three weeks ago. Now she's his minion, you know? So they, they all made it. You gotta give them credit as much as you hate it. It's like when like when, you know, it's like when uh, uh, it, back when the Patriots were good and so many people hated them, they're doing it right. You know, so that's how you got to think about it. Really quick. Sorry. Did anyone else feel like Jay and Olivia were having like confessional battles this episode of like who Narice should be more mad at? Like they were like, <laughs> no, you should be mad at him. And she was like, no, you should be mad at her. And like, just. Bro, you both fucked her. So like And Michelle's I, I, unscathed. You know what I mean? Michelle's good. Totally unscathed. No blame whatsoever. No yeah. part in oh it. God. Yeah, <laughs> just, just twist just twist your friend's arm and make her kick, you know, make her tr- sign her other friend's death warrant. But you're good. Like you, you didn't do anything wrong. It literally threatened her. Literally, like, you're gonna vote this way or you're gonna end up in the bottom. What are you gonna do? And she gets no hate whatsoever. But these two it was just it was so funny watching their confessionals go back and forth because Jay's like, yeah. Olivia did her so dirty and didn't pick her. And then Olivia's like, I can't believe Norris isn't more mad at Jay because he did her so dirty. <laughs> and I'm like, you both did her dirty. Like, what? this isn't a competition. Like, what the fuck? It's the fact that Olivia actually halfway seemed like by the end of the episode, she thought Norris wasn't that yeah. mad at her still. <laughs> That's the part that really gets me. Yeah. Watching it and like just knowing the stance present day, I'm just like, dang, girl, I'm sorry because you really thought that you were gonna just be BFFs again after this. Yeah, she she really did. Like her confessionals, 
and watching them hang out together and and I get Narice was doing what she needed to do and all of that, you know, but it, it was just like like I don't know, man, Narice is fucking ice cold, honestly, to be able to sit there and just like I don't want to say fake because at this point she knew she was done with Olivia. She was just doing what she had to do for the game. You know, right. But to like fake that like friendship with someone and all of this and like, you know, just smooth sailing through to the point where the other person legitimately believed that your friendship was going to be okay when you guys got out of this game. And to then to just as soon as she's gone, just... Just it's just ice cold, man. Holy cow, Nerese. Well, I mean, it's what it's what defines a champion, to be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Sarah and Jordan right there at the end with fucking bananas in Nexus 2. Yeah. Look at fucking countless other things that people have done that have become champions that we praise. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, I'm not saying it in a bad way. No, I'm no, just no, saying, no, no. like, I'm, I, I was impressed with how, you know, she was able to, and I know we talked about it a little earlier, but how she was able to, you know, conduct herself and not even just, like, letting it go personally, but then, like, taking that the next step and really, like, making all these, these people, especially Olivia, believe that, you know, we're cool. No, I mean, it's impressive as fuck. There's no way around it. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Norris might not have been my top player all season, but as of right now, she is. Yeah. I mean, she's showing out in every aspect of this game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, let's just go ahead and get into like, you know, deliberations. Um, the one thing that you really need to know about <laughs> this beforehand, because I'm sorry, I just spaced this as I scrolled through my notes and I saw it, but was the fact that Colleen, and this is what I was referencing earlier about the Daenerys in season eight, you finally see her do a shitty move and tell Jay, Oh, Narice was trying to throw you in, and you know, Narice was the one, yeah, yeah, because they're so afraid that Narice is going to get saved by Jay, which we all know probably isn't going to happen. Mm, yeah, prob- I don't, think I so. don't know. I, don't, I feel like he wouldn't have done it even before all of this, but I feel like this was his like. Ex- it was just his excuse. It was the ammunition he needed. I feel like he is doing just about everything to try to prove a point that he would have sent her in to prove his point. I think he was sending her in regardless. Yeah, I think he was sending her in regardless. Yeah, it was some it was mean girl shit. You know what I mean? It's I have more friends than you. I'm gonna make you feel bad about choosing to like other people, Kylan and Horacio. And yeah, you can't sit with yeah. us. You know, you can't sit with us. You can't eat lunch at our table. You're not cool. Fetch is never gonna happen. And uh, you know, this was his. Re- this is his reason. This is his reason, in my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to compose myself after that one. <laughs> I love a Mean Girls reference. Usually, I'm the first one to call out the Mean Girls reference, so I'm here for that. Well, yeah. I mean, and Fetch isn't going to happen, but no. somehow Jay keeps pulling this shit with everybody else in the house, and they're looking at him like, "Oh, I trust Jay," which I don't understand. Why? I don't yeah, know like, why they think Fetch is going to happen. Fetch ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why, dude. Like. <laughs> And that's the thing is I do think Narice was going in regardless because even if it's not based on the fact that I'm trying to prove a point, like even if it's just based on the fact that she just went against Horacio and Kylan and fucking beat them. Exactly. And came back. I don't want to see her in a final. Exactly. And here's my thing is that if it, in my opinion, if Jay ever had an intention of saving Narice even before 
hearing this like information from Colleen, which was complete bullshit, by the way. But before even hearing that, if he ever had an intention of saving Narice, why would he not, when he did hear this from Colleen, go to Narice and be like, hey, this is what I heard. Let's talk about it since we're fucking friends. But no, he went in hot and was like, this is what I heard. I'm not picking you. Fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. Starts, you know, they're yelling and talking over each other and all this crazy stuff. That's not how you approach a situation with somebody where you are friends with them and you had every intention on saving them and then just found out some crazy information. Like, that's not how you approach that situation. So it makes me feel like he never intended on saving Narice, but this was his ammunition. This was the reason he could say, well, this is the reason why I'm not saving. Let me serve you a reason on a platter. And this was what was on that platter. You know what I mean? It like, it, and it was bullshit. And it's, it, it makes me wonder whether or not he saw that episode and all those other episodes where Colleen was literally conspiring behind his back. <laughs> like, and if he, if he felt like an idiot because he went full throttle at Narice no, no, with, with no proof other than just Colleen told him this. Look, what did, what did Kylan say to Olivia after she voted to save Mariah? What are you going to say that you knew and you didn't care or that you're stupid? So I'm going to say that to Jay when he tells me he believes Colleen, who he literally told outside of Raven, you have to go. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's the same situation. Like, yeah, you know that he, she was working with Kylan and fucking Horacio because she knew where she stood at your alliance. But if you're taking her word, as gospel over someone who's actually your friend outside of the game. Yeah. Well, then you're a fucking idiot. Well, yeah. I mean, th- th- this is like what I meant by the mean girls comment is like, I think the, the, the opportunity to make Narice choose between Kylan, Horacio, Olivia, like that opportunity to make her feel like an, a bad person. You know, he, he did yep. that to hurt her. And we can't understate that because playing the game and making sure that the person you want to go in, that's one thing, but making sure that, that the person you call your friend is the one to twist the knife. That's a completely different thing. And in this situation, he could have, just like you said, he could have went with her and said, Maurice, we know what's happened the past couple of weeks. You haven't been working with us for that reason. We're still friends, but you are going in. Okay. You are going in. Instead, it's my disingenuous bullshit saying, oh, you've been plotting against me. You've been doing this. You've been doing that. And I'm going to pick the mole over you. And um, it was very disingenuous. And it's part of the reason that I'm, you know, it's not like Jay, Jay's fans are 50-50, at least online. Who knows? Maybe his fans are not talking. Um, but uh, to me, it's very, very overwhelmingly obvious that he, he doesn't have supporters outside that house. And he had to make the best of the few supporters he had just so happened to be there in the house with him. So yeah, no, I, I, I really hope he, he doesn't win, man. <laughs> I, I will say this about, uh, maybe not all of them. Obviously I don't know like a ton of J fans. We don't have a whole, we don't attract a whole ton. Besides Tony. Uh, but Tony is a massive J fan. Um, and then I also know one still? of still, to- yes, Tony is still a, a massive J fan. However, and this is also applies to, uh, you know, another one of Jay's massive fans, Shamika. I've seen, you know, comments online and stuff and talk to her a little bit. But 
is the thing that I'm liking with like Tony and Shamika is that they're still fans of Jay. They still have their love for Jay, but they are holding him accountable for the mistakes that he is making on this season. Tony is by no means uh, blind to the mistakes that Jay is making and that he's acting like an asshole. And Tony's been calling him out on it all season long, um, you know, but he's in the same camp as, you know, he's seen Jay like multiple times on multiple shows. He's engaged with him. They talk personally one-on-one, you know, like they had, they've had a very personal um, and private interactions that I obviously won't talk about, um, you know, but they have a really strong relationship. So Tony's in that camp of like, he knows Jay in a different way than what we see on TV. So he has yeah. a completely different relationship and I, I respect it. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and I get that. And you know what? I'm glad he has fans. You know what I mean? He should, you know, oh, like yeah. he, he, he represents a certain person. Now, what I will say is, is like, there was a time in his challenge career. I might have even said on the show where like, I kind of, I liked Jay, you know, a little bit. I think like he was an underdog. He was somebody that was picked on um, very similar to what Norris is going through now. Okay. Yep. But the more that I, you know, looked into it and the one thing that really turned the table for me was seeing what he did to Michaela on his season of Survivor. And once once I saw that, I was and no and now I know I know Michaela, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I know that like Michaela's gonna be straight up with you. She's gonna she's going to tell you how she feels and what it is. And that would that snake move, once I saw it, I was like <laughs> yeah i brought that up as well and tony He's devious yeah. <laughs> tony did argue that that was different and i was like mm, i disagree with that but what, what, you know? what was his argument i don't know i don't want to speak for him but she, she knew that he had an idol that she, she he had no choice but to get rid of her because she knew that she was with him when he found his idol and she could have outed that out to everybody on the island and so like i get it but at the same time, it's like if you make a number one, like the and then the very first thing you do is betray that number one, then like we're going to have some questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know that game, but uh, whatever it is, I mean, from the way that I heard it and from what I saw, it was something that, yeah, it was bad. You know, it was it was a shysty move for sure. I feel like my interpretation of him this season is just like he went from being picked on all the time when he's on a season with a bunch of vets. And now he's on the season and he's like, oh, maybe I can be the leader. Mm-hmm. But he's just like really fucking it up. Yeah. I mean, it's the first time he's ever had any kind of control because that's the thing. And, and, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago is that even on Ryder dies when him and Michelle were literally winning dailies and doing good. They had damn near zero power in the house because yeah. everybody wanted them out. They were the threat. They were the Horacio Kyland of the season because nobody wanted to run against Jay and Michelle in a final. So this is the first time and he's not even having to win and he's got power just laying in his hands, just handed to him laying in his lap. And I just don't think he knew what to do with it, to be honest. I think that Jay doesn't know what to do with power. He gets a little bit too emotional with it. And I think that I don't know. I, I don't want to say too much either way because I don't know him on that personal level outside of talking to him for like an hour and a half, two hours. And he was a decent person during that. Mm-hmm. But seeing if this gameplay and if that's how you treat your friends, I think it goes to a bigger question, which is, you know, that I wanted to kind of say, but this is the main point of it is in the challenge, can game moves be kept separate from your personal life? If you're per- in your personal life, 
me, me and Rick, we talk on our, in our personal life, right? Mm-hmm. So if you say something in the show that you wouldn't say to me in our personal life, then that's issue. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I understand we're making TV and I understand you're making a podcast, but I know you outside of here, you know? So don't, don't disrespect me if you know I'm going to be disrespected, right? So they're playing the game and don't do anything to someone that you want that relationship after. If you don't care, like if I'm here to play the game and I do not care if I ever talk to you again, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. But I care to talk to you again, Rick. So I'm not going to call you A, B, or C, or I'm not going to say I'm going to do this for you and then do the opposite, right? Because I care to talk to you again. So in my opinion, and, and, and if I'm Narice, I don't ever care to talk to Jay again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you put me through the fucking ringer this season and yeah, you know, that that's not just game. That's not game. No, I, and I don't know if I necessarily think Jay in general, I think there is a way you can keep game and personal separate. And I think Jordan's a key example of that. Right. Like you have to, if you have to vote someone out, you have to vote them out with integrity. Right. Like if me and you were in the season, Pierre, I would look at you and say, dude, you're my boy. And I want to be straight up with you that I have to move this way to get further in my game. And I'm sorry that it kills your advantage, but I want to be upfront with you and be a man with you and tell you that. Now, if that just, if you make that, you know, what kind of people have those conversations, Kylan and Horacio. Yeah, no. And and that's my thing. Full-grown adult men is what I'll say. Well, 100%. I, I, yeah, and that's look, that's the that's the game. That's the game, you know, and I think like um I just I literally from here I was just playing bowling bowl, I was just bowling with some friends of mine and I love them and I want them to do great in their physical life. But when we're playing when we're bowling, I want them to lose. I want them to throw <laughs> a gutter ball. I want them to throw a gutter ball every time. So if we have that understanding that I want to beat you and you want to beat me, then voting me in is not something wrong. Okay. Right. It's not something wrong. Telling me that you'll never <laughs> vote me in and voting me in is very wrong. Yes. But, if we have, but we have an understanding that I'm trying to beat you at this game and then, be, then try to beat me at the game. See, and exactly. The, and the reason I will side with there is, but there isn't kind of the, the shitty in the gray answer is because to me, the moment it became personal is when Jay said, I want Narice to have to pick between her three friends in this house. Oh, when yeah. he didn't have to. No. He could have saved Narice at any point. He had the power to do so, but he wanted to inflict that pain on her. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't disagree with her not wanting to be his friend from what we're seeing online and what I'm sure she talked about with you today mm-hmm. or the other day. Sorry, what came out today. Um, yeah, <laughs> which now that you're listening is in the it past. It was like three days so. ago, probably like two days ago. I feel like I have to get a fucking like line graph. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to speak for her. You have to listen to the podcast for that. But but I but I will say it's definitely a complicated situation. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet. And I would bet. Affairs of the heart always are, even if they're friendship. But <laughs> um, I, I do want to say though, before we move on from the whole, you know. Uh, blow up ridiculousness when you know narice uh obviously runs out of the room confronts colleen starts calling her a lion dumbass bitch like just goes off on her like she just she goes off 
And, but my absolute favorite part of this whole fucking thing is at the end when she's like, she's like done with it all. And she just looks at Jay and she's like, you're literally such a fucking bitch. And I was like, yes, Narice, yes, I have been waiting for this. I've seen it in the season previews and it was so perfect. I loved it. <laughs> she is, she is must see TV, dude. I dude, love, I love yeah. watching her. Yeah, she is. But I also, I just love that she, I don't even know how to say this the right way. She said what she needed to say and she got the point across that she was pissed, but she didn't have to take it to like bad girls level to where it like was too intense. And, you know, like she, she still kept her composure. Maybe I'm not a good person to judge composure, but to me, I'm like, it would have been worse. Her level of like acceptable like composure is way higher than like all of ours. <laughs> so yeah. so like 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 if Colleen does that, everyone's like, whoa, you know what I mean? And 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 but but like Nerese will do it and be like, okay, like you know, one's breakfast. You know what I mean? It's like it's just. <laughs> the, uh, uh, but like the fact that she'll the the fact that she'll she will do it on call, um, if if need be, is absolute gold and um. She's uh, she's like one thing that you said, Rick, that I like is so true. It's like, yeah, this game does get boring if everyone's a good person, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like like so it does. I guess if everyone's a good person, it's and I give I have to give Jay a lot of credit. I think he knew what he was doing was to benefit his game, but he also knew that the season needed a villain. And you can tell in his interviews, he is playing it up. He has given them what they want, get the, what they want. Uh, 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 part of me, like the, the conspiracy theorist in me is like, okay, what is the most guaranteed way to be a name in this thing? And the most guaranteed way to be a name in this thing is to be the one that everyone hates. That's a guarantee, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a name that you won't forget. Say that. And then everybody's going to be talking about for a while. And like we went through this. We, obviously, we've gone through it numerous times. But the like the latest ones that we've gone through it with is like the Fessy Josh thing, you know, and everybody's like, why do they keep getting brought back? Why do they keep? Robbed? I'm like, because you keep talking about them. They make why the would they not bring them back when all the fans can't stop talking about them? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand that. And it, it might be because I know them, but like. For me, like I, I personally think that they're amazing TV. Maybe not Fessy as much. Yeah. I think like I think he has probably gotten a little a little boring now that he's uh, in a relationship, and now that he kind of <laughs> knows, now that he kind of knows. But like, it's it's not that much different to your credit, Rick. The way that CT plays, he 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 he's there. You know what I mean? And the way that Zach played in his last few seasons, he would make moves here and there. He would toe the line and when it was time to perform he performed and and i and i appreciate the performance you know like i like i'm one of those people who likes more performance than the um than the the other bs you know personally look i'm gonna be honest like i i get why people some people don't like josh you know he can rub people the wrong way with the way he acts sometimes and yeah, i get that 100 yeah. percent I get it, but, but talking to the guy, he's a genuine guy, so and awesome. he's he's a really nice guy too. Very nice. I enjoy having him as a friend. Um, I don't know if I trust him in a game, but no. <laughs> no, just not. being real, yeah. probably not. But he's such an awesome dude. And but, he's just such a genuine guy. I I adore Josh. I took a vow 
uh, my first challenge mania to verbally comment back at Josh haters on the internet. Well, I mean, and if you really think about it, take Josh out of the equation in the last few seasons and how fucking boring are they? Yeah. Where's the conflict in those seasons coming from after Amanda goes home in the first couple of weeks? Well, and th- but that's also like <laughs> that's also my struggle with this because I really, really, really want to just like stay mad at Jay forever. But I'm like, if you take Jay out of this season, how fucking boring is 39? Literally nothing happens if you take Jay out of this season. Right. Nothing happens. There's some there's some truth to that. It's like uh, like I want to be mad at him, but at the same time, thank you for giving us some like at least some things to talk about this season. I might not have agreed. With how it went down and the choices he made, but it it brought some fire to the season, you know. So I don't know. He can go now, though. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, we're yeah. done with him now, though. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Bye. when you look at when you look at the story, so like, look, like thirty nine has been getting, you know, it, it's gotten its fair share of like negative uh, comments or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm fucking tuned in. Like, I, I dude, this yeah. is a good season. Yeah, I don't, it's crazy to me how, like, the sum of its parts are more than the individual parts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, the, the, we, you know, I complained about a lot of the eliminations. We didn't, I wasn't here to talk about it with you guys, but I didn't feel like they were fair for anyone. I didn't think it was a fair thing to, to make a, a, a champ do something against a house. I, I didn't think it yeah. was fair to, put a, a competitor a challenger in a position where win or lose they're not going to be respected i didn't care for that but the sum of its parts of the season it is i love it i think it's a good season i really really do um despite like i said despite maybe the cast not being what some what everybody likes like they might not have made the stars that they wanted to make up to this point but but now they have them you know now they have them so here's my take on it is very much as in is going to be weird to say, but like presidents, right? Typically when presidents get out, nobody's remembered as a great president, right? Everybody's always remembered as a shitty president. Mm. And then you get 20, 30 years beyond the fact, and you actually hear what happens and see what happens and take appreciation for certain things that happened. You realize it's a, they were a good president, right? It's, yeah. And I hate to make that analogy to the challenge, but that's it, right? <laughs> like, look, Except for Total Madness, we knew that was a pile of shit when it landed. And it was it continued to be so. Yeah, I'll just say I don't I don't know if I'm ever gonna say Joe Biden was a good president. Oh no. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is much like politics and everything else, it's about subjectivity, right? Mm-hmm. It's what yes, you it like. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. But in my personal belief, if you give this season two to three years to breathe and people look back on it, they're going to be like, dude, that was actually a pretty good. It actually season. wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. And, and I think that, um, and I, I, I give, you know, some of the other people that, that cover the show credit. Um, it brings a lot of the things that you ask for, you know, it brings, um, backstabbing, it brings true competitors. It brings love. It brings hookups. It brings all that, you know? Yep. Um, so, and especially, you know, especially like love specifically, like that's rare. You know what I mean? That's, that's rare in a house. You know, you've seen it. Um, you've seen it with Cam and Leroy. You've seen it with Zach and Jenna, even though they weren't married, you know, they weren't whatever, but like you saw the, 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 the rekindlings, um, CT and DM, like it's rare. So the fact that this season has it and it has the, uh, um, the initiation, um, is a special thing too. Like, yeah. you know, so 
Yeah. And especially if it goes on to be a long lasting relationship, like it's going to be documented where it started. Mm -hmm. And that's a really cool fucking thing regardless. Yeah. And it's cool for everyone to be part of it for sure. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Anyways. So getting into nominations real quick, Berna starts it off. I'm just going to run through this real quick so we can give some opinions on what happens. Bernan starts it off. She goes, Corey, Corey goes, Colleen, Colleen goes, Emmanuel. No surprise fucking there, except for maybe the exact order. Uh, Emmanuel goes, Jay, Jay basically reinstates what we already heard in the argument with Narice and, you know, her saying, you're really a bitch probably didn't change his mind on what he was going to do. So he went with Mariah. Yeah. You know what, though? I just want to say like, okay, nobody, nobody gives a fuck what Jay said, but you know what I want to know? What did you guys think about the TJ call out? Because what? I love that TJ <laughs> is, is hosting like this. Why? I fucking love it. I, okay. I would like to uh, take back what I said last week. It was very awkward <laughs> when he called Michelle out this week. This was not awkward at all. This was fucking beautiful. I don't know how TJ is like the most fucking gangster person on <laughs> that set right there, but that was so G. He was like, what is this, Jay? Last week you were ba- you were crying, you were bawling your eyes out over her, and this week you're just gonna leave her there. I was like, <laughs> you disappointed, Dad. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's really what? what it was for sure. No, it's like like TJ's like that that cool sub that like doesn't care about anything, and then like you do something like like literally like he's your boy, like that kind of sub, and then yeah. it's like, dude, why are you like why are you fucking up story time? You know what I mean? Like like. <laughs> Like we're all love story time. Like, why are you fucking it up? You know, and and uh, it was it was it was awesome because his words are so few and far between. So like the fact that he he used them with intention, yeah, to point out something that's it's obvious for us watching and seeing all the angles, but for him, it's just like wait, literally this exact situation last <laughs> last one, you were crying because this person was going in, and then you put her in it's just the the contrast of emotions are so fake he couldn't not talk about it you know what i mean well and it almost felt like it it almost felt like to me like tj was almost upset in that moment like he did not want to see narice back down in that elimination again so he's like what the fuck is this like (laughs) he just saw her there probably heard i mean i'm sure she said like her little piece after she won, like they're not going to be happy to see me back Mm -hmm. is what she said. And then TJ follows to this, like he's seen it from her perspective. So he's, I mean, he is, he has to be just flabbergasted. Like what's up? And the thing is, is, is TJ's is seen this happen so many times over so many seasons, over so many years now that he knows exactly what's happening. That he knows that they've found the one person that they're just going to target and target and target until that person goes home. And TJ hates that shit. He's made it very clear in interviews and stuff. He hates when like the same person just constantly gets thrown in over and over. It is like his least favorite part of the game. He hates it. And so mm-hmm. it just, it felt very, and I think it's a lot of like what you said, Pierre, is that TJ's words are so few and far between. So when he does say something about what's going on in the house or in the vote or whatever, it hits hard. It holds weight. It yeah, definitely holds, it holds weight. weight. Yeah. I mean, think about the conversation he had with Nelson after Spies, Lies, Allies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In that final, like, that's like one of those moments we talk about that is bigger than the challenge. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. TJ delivering that. We rarely say that about challengers. Yeah, but we get the, we rarely get like the call outs. Like this was. But we used to. It. It's not like it's brand new either. No, it's not brand new. But it's we just, just haven't gotten. Maybe that's what it is. We haven't gotten one in a while. And I was like, oh, TJ still got that fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So one last thing I want to talk about nominations because I just fucking laugh my ass off is where James is like, I've had my back against the wall this whole game. If the <laughs> back against the wall is Mariah's back, then yeah. yes. <laughs> that is an accurate statement. Also, doesn't he okay first of all i also want to say this was just a string of random bullshit that james just put together and spewed out of his like pie hole because then he goes on to tell mariah that he can beat everyone on the couch meaning everybody in the house Bro, you can't beat any of them. I really, truly believe that you would lose to every single person if you guys started a final today. And then he, he ended it all by saying in a confessional that he's never snaked anyone in the house. And it's like, bro, you literally just snaked Zara like two, a week ago. Uh, like a week yeah. ago. What are we? Come what? on. So funny. It's so, it's so true. It's like, it's this guy. Uh, this guy like you could tell like you could tell like he is just riding the wave and um he knows that if he you know like he already got he literally like look narice is no slouch so losing to her is not a bad loss like we talk about that a lot but in my opinion the way you lost it was a it it was a bad season you know you you hit your hit your it, it was a good season for the people it worked for okay berna colleen emmanuel Jay, hey, all that shit that you had to deal with, it worked for you. Mariah too. Mm-hmm. Okay. But but Jay, you I'm sorry, but James, like you couldn't perform when the time mattered. You only reason you lasted past week two was because, you know, Chauncey was confused at the puzzle. Other yeah. than that, other than that, you know, you've been skating by. You haven't won shit. You haven't done shit. You haven't amounted to anything. So Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is he's a wasted casted casting opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't get Cinco on there, yeah, or J- you couldn't get Josh, Joss. I'm sorry, Joss. Joss. Fuck, I would have even taken Johnny Middlebrooks from what he did on Ride or Dies with Raven. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what Just, I mean. Yeah, there's so I'm, many I'm options. Glad she had a season by herself. I am. I am too. glad she had I a season am, without I, Johnny. I agreed, but you can't go from other people. That it's not like these are the only rookies we've had in the last few years that we've never seen again. No. You know what I mean? So many options. And especially if you're incorporating the international versions, you have. Why isn't Kyle on here? Well, Kyle was Kyle's been like, I don't remember exactly when this has been filmed, but I know like he filmed a season of the Dirty Short thing and then like got engaged there. He's had all kinds of crazy shit going on. So I understand. I, I really wish I really want Kyle to come back, though. Please, please. Yeah, come on, Kyle. Let's go, Kyle. Come He's on. looking baby swole. No, he's actually. Wow. Anyways. Sorry, go ahead. I just want to get, I mean, get into the elimination itself real quick. because Yeah, it, there's not a whole lot to talk about in the elimination. Um, and obviously, Norris absolutely smokes everyone, just like she said she wanted to. She beat him, you know, three to one to zero. Dusted. Absolutely dusted. Absolutely yeah. dusted him. Um, I do have a question though. Had had he made it there, how how was James going to fit in that little? 
ice bucket thing. Like it, it, it barely looked big enough for Narice. Like how was James <laughs> supposed to get his big tall ass inside that ice bucket? I don't understand. Yeah, an extra large bucket. Did they have? Was they there was there a different one or something? Like, I- bro would have got stuck in that shit. I've been I, like I, me trying to get into a small ass little bucket. <laughs> yeah, to, exactly. To reference Kanye, I guess we'll never know. I guess. You know we'll never- <laughs> I'm just saying. I would have liked to see it though. I think it would have been really fucking funny to watch him try to get to the bottom of that bucket. <laughs> like, yeah. I kind of wish he went to that station first. Uh, yeah, you Cr- know? Chris Farley, fat man in a little coat, big man <laughs> in a little tub. Yeah, you know he'll probably he'd probably have to just you know like I don't know what he would do to have to get in there. Maybe Bob for apples. I don't know, but um, yeah, no, we didn't. We unfortunately, unfortunately, the guy couldn't get more than one checkpoint done. Yeah. So. He was wearing the straight up Under Armour pants, like, like just the leggings. It, it That's look, right. <laughs> you're in Croatia in the fucking like early summer, bro. You don't need that. The girls are wearing shorts. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I get, I get Olivia wearing shorts. She's from Alaska. She could probably wear shorts when it's thirty degrees out. But Norris was wearing shorts too. He just learned that form fitting culture, you know, from Mariah. He just he likes that form fitting clothes, you know. <laughs> It, it, so is a, like, it is a slightly European thing, too. When, I would when couples it. start dressing alike. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. It's like the, it's like the same. It's, it's like a different method because obviously more clothes on. Right, but it's yeah. the same objective, which is I want you to see every crevice on my body. So <laughs> let me put on these freaking spandex. You know, I don't know what the fuck he did. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was going to say, like, at least throw the shorts over top. Yeah, 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 that's all yeah. you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Something is that's, like, yeah. I, believe me, bro, you're not fast enough to have to worry about aerodynamicy <laughs> while you're running or exactly. crawling through the mud. Let's, oh my god! <laughs> but you know what's wild to me is I'm gonna change the subject real quick. Is what's wild to me is the fact that. <laughs> Sorry. Last week, Norris went up against two of the like top competitors in the season, and Arasio and Kylan, and we're like, "Fuck, what's going to happen?" And she pulls it out. We're all like, "Holy shit!" Like, but then there's inevitably questions you see online of like, "Oh, did Arasio throw, throw it? it? Yeah. Did Kylan throw it?" And I don't think they did. I maybe maybe Arasio got back to that puzzle and couldn't figure it out, and was like, "Yeah, I'm on my second go through. I'm not going to get this. She's pulling it off." You know, and part of it's editing too. I get that. But then the fact, did anybody think she was not winning this elimination when she went in? As soon as as it was James and Olivia, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. She's got such a big advantage too. Like she is mentally locked in on all the right things when you get to that elimination. She knows where she has to go first, where not to go to first. I mean, she also back to the pep talk with Kylan and Horacio. You know, Kylan and Horacio probably told her, don't go to the mud before you climb that wall. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to have the sequence. You got to have it in yeah. order. I would say like where we're, where we're at now and what we've seen out of her. No, you know, there's no, there's no like, I, I, you know, I didn't, did I think that she was this, uh, um, you know, and I, like I, you guys know, I didn't watch all of Ryder dies, but um, did I think she was this puzzle was, did I think she was um, this kind of a, a physical competitor before the season? No, but at this point, there's no doubt in my mind she's winning that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to like discredit James and Olivia too much, but it was just, yeah, it was a foregone conclusion at this point in the season that she's winning. 
Well, look at look at all the fa- look at all the facts. Of the situation. She's been there. She knows the deal. She's comfortable, and she's good at puzzles. So, yeah. like all those things together, all those things together. And like, keep in mind too, she knows how two of these have gone. She's not just one. She knows how two of them have gone. So all that background information on top of being an elite puzzle puzzle solver. I mean, it 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 was hers to lose, and she definitely didn't lose it. Yeah, that. well, and and just really yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. you know, we we also constantly talk about the effects of you know going in with like a positive mindset and having that confidence, and she was definitely walked into that with the confidence. And on top of that, she had the anger to want to get back in that house to tell all those people "fuck yourselves" yet again, and she had an extra motivation mm-hmm. because, and she talks about it a little bit is like she. Talks about how she couldn't imagine, you know, taking out Kylan and Orasio and then losing to somebody like Olivia or James and having taken Orasio and Kylan out for no reason, you know? So, like, she had something else to really fight for. She wasn't just fighting for herself. She was fighting for Kylan and Orasio as well. And that is that that kind of thing can be powerful. That kind of motivation can be super powerful in that type of situation. And so, you know, for me, yeah, there was literally no question in my mind that she was going to take this and she was going to win. One last thing I I really want to say is if you can't solve a five piece puzzle, slider puzzle, you need to practice. Why did they why did they keep doing the same? (laughs) Olivia kept putting it in the same. I was like, you're so you're literally right there. Stop putting that piece up there. uh, You know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's too late. It's months too late. During this, I wondered when they do puzzles like this, can they ever ask for a reset? Like put me back in the spot that like where the puzzle started from. Mm, probably not. Probably not. I would think no. Because like with those, is there a situation? This is why this is where we would need Tony because I bet he knows the answer. Is there a situation where you can get yourself so jammed up in those puzzle pieces that you cannot get it to the middle? No. No, I don't think so. You Not with a slider. Backwards. Yeah, you just have to redo your moves in reverse. I don't typically do puzzles like that. But it once she got to a certain point, I was like, wait, can she even do it? It, it, it's a very simple solution, um, but I don't want to go into it because I'm not Devin. So anyways, Nari smokes it. Um, she ends up kind of she ends up going back to the house. Yeah, we end up getting the scene of her going back to the house. Um, she comes back into the house and, uh, you know, people are uh, not very. They, they pretend like they're excited to see her. Uh, come back, but I don't think any actually any of them <clears throat> actually wanted her back. I think they were all probably hoping like James or Olivia would come back. They of course, it's, James back. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's easy to beat in the <laughs> final. Uh, you know, but she comes back in and she pretty much tells everybody like, yeah, it's just me. It's just me again. And, you know, and she apologizes to Mariah, um, which I thought was sweet, you know, but <laughs> like, don't be feeling too bad. Reese, it's fine. Um, Shout and out then, to Corey being the only one meeting her out there. And then, yeah. And then, uh, and then she, you know, she tells him, she's like, she says that it feels so good to make all you motherfuckers eat your words. And then they get ready and they go to the club and she gets, she get first of all, she leads everybody out and freaking, what was that? It was, um, natural born killers started playing and then we get the shot of her in the club. Like it was just all so perfect. I was like, this is amazing. I loved the edit with the song. I loved the shots of her in the club. 
Um, you know, and then of course, episode ends with TJ walking in the club, and here is your to be continued that you've been asking for every all fucking I season. Just, I'm not asking for it. I'm just calling it. That's all it is. Well, I know what it is. It is. The it show's is. old and is almost as old as me. If you count fucking real world and road rules, so very millennial of them to, to uh, give continued. us a, a to be continued. It's, it's on network TV. I mean, what else do you expect? I guess it's cable. Yeah, I mean that. That's pretty much it for the actual episode. Uh, we do get a little bit of a preview into the final next week. Um, it's pretty much going to be a copycat of the season where there's going to be three different stages: conquest, chaos, and no control chaos and then conquest okay so here's my thing and somebody actually wrote in and asked this on our instagram and i feel like i know the answer because i feel like if the answer was yes it would have been promoted but they were wondering if we think that there are going to be any merc any uh champion mercenaries involved in the chaos section of the final Mm, no they would have already promoted i feel like it would have been promoted you know i feel like it would have been promoted if there was I mean, I don't know, but I kind of wondered, like, uh, the reasoning all the champs went to the reunion. I don't know. Maybe if they had another appearance, they would be a little bit more more important to the whole of the show. I feel like the champs were at the reunion for the same reason that the champs were on the season. And that is just to get fans to watch. Um, I don't know. Don't know if anyone shows <laughs> up. Um. I may or may not be able to comment on this. So uh, <laughs> I may or may not be able to comment on this. So I'll just, I'll plead the fifth here. We can, yeah, we can do, we can do a no comment here. That's fine. Um, okay. But yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Me personally, I feel like, I feel like it would have been something that they would have promoted to get fans to watch the final, but maybe not, you know, we'll see. Do you guys think it's going to be teams or partners or individual? I feel like we're going to get an elimination of some sort or purge because they're breaking it up. Oh, they have to. What? There's seven people. Seven's an odd number. Yeah. Seven's an odd number. I I think just because we know it's one winner, it just, it seems like individual, but um, maybe uh, because it's separated into parts uh, that they do um, similar to what they did. I mean, I think like, uh, I think like some type of team for the first one, um, Mm. some type, some type of, uh, whatever chaos it is, if it's, if they bring someone or if someone gets a power from a certain, uh, advantage that they earned then they can do some weird shit. I don't know, but I do think that everything's in play. You know, I think everything's in play. I, I, I do think it'll end up being mostly individual though. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some type of like chaos. If let's say they don't bring the champ in Mm -hmm. that it's like, almost like the algorithm from challenge USA one, where you could just get assigned a random partner that you have to run that stage with. Or something mm. like that. You, you, ne- you never know. Like I don't hate the idea of someone that's been eliminated coming back. I'm just, I don't know. Ooh, I mean, that would be interesting too. I don't, I, I can't, you know what I mean? I don't know. We'll see. We find out there's a redemption house. So here's right. <laughs> the season probably really. Yeah. TJ's not coming into the club to tell him it's time for the final. He's coming in to take him to the elimination <laughs> arena to tell him everybody's still here. And we got another 12 episodes of this. Season oh, right. <laughs> I quit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, for sure. It is definitely everybody listening. It is definitely the final. I promise you there's only two more episodes to this season. Just fucking hang in there with us. Yeah, that is a fact. That is a fact. 
It yeah. is a fact. You you heard it from the man too. Okay, it, it, it just hang in there. Okay, that is a fact. Yeah, two more episodes. Two more uh, episodes. <laughs> and then <laughs> a, probably a two part reunion. Yeah, I, I heard rumors possibly three part reunion. Don't I really hope they us. don't do that. that don't do be, that to that us. Be, we don't need that. Yeah, that'd be stupid. That'd be so dumb. We already watched it all on Instagram, anyways. We've seen enough. Exactly. Yeah, I know exactly what happens. So. Um, but yeah, the only reason I really asked that though about the team's partner thing is because like in the clips that they were showing, it's like Jay's like yelling and he's like, come on, Corey. Like, so it just made it feel like maybe there's some kind of partnership or teaming up at some point through the final. Um, if they're like yelling at each other to like, let's fucking go. Uh, you know, so. Um, right. But I don't know. I'm actually really excited to see what happens with this final. I think this is the first final in quite a while where I have someone that I am legitimately rooting super hard for. And it was not the person I originally picked at the beginning of the season. And I have somebody that I am rooting super hard against. And it's been a long time since I've had somebody that I'm like, I anyone can win except you. Like, it's been a while since I've really felt like that. So I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what to expect. Anything's in play, like Pierre said. Um, I have who I want to win. It's not who I picked in the beginning of the season because they're already eliminated. But yeah, so let's go Norris. Let's go Norris. Wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind seeing Corey. You know, I think not um, mad about that at all. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Corey. I think everyone else that's kind of um, the re- and the reason is because I think like he definitely made the adjustment that he needed to make. And um, like we said, I mean, I joked about him becoming invisible, but like you have an opportunity to be very, very visible if you're able to win this, you know? And, you know, after, after talking to him and just knowing how much he is, you know, how, how much he's passionate and what he's representing um, in terms of himself. Uh, we've talked about like the, the why, like I don't really care much, as much about that as much as I care about um, his personal journey. So I wouldn't mind to see him win. But yes, go to Reese. <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, let's be blunt about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do we really feel like anyone has a better resume to the victory than Norris on this season? I mean, yeah. you can make an mm-hmm. argument for Jay, but don't be on the wrong side. <laughs> hey, 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 look, look, look. If we're if we're putting as much if we're putting as much value on social equity, then he has played just as good of a season up to this point. Me, I don't. I put more value on. I put my value on elimination wins. Yeah. I put my value on uh, just essentially bringing bringing the realness, you know, to the show. Um, she has had the most impressive season to this date so far. You know that of, of yeah. the remaining people. Yeah, and that's the thing. Look, it, I, and I think even with that argument for Jay, there's still a better argument for Norris just based on the fact that. She had the social gameplay up until these last two weeks, last two eliminations out of almost a 20 episode season. So the first 17 of them, she was safe. Yeah. What was that? What was that, Jay, though? Look, I'm going to quote. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm going to quote Michelle here and say, excuse me, motherfucker, your (laughs) friends. You know what I mean? Thank you. So Thank gangster. you. Thank so, like, oh my God. to me, this was Michelle's season, but she got purged, and we already had talked about if we were sad about her or not. You know, but with Jay, like, yeah, you can make the argument, but Norisa has got that argument plus the elimination wins. Yeah, exactly. So there yeah, we go. Yeah, I if I was being annoying, I would say okay, but Jay's the puppet that controls Michelle. But I'm not going to be annoying. I just, you know, just let it go. <laughs> yeah, but then I'd be like, well, Arasio and 
Kylan would throw themselves in for Norris, so she had more shields. I don't know. Fuck. And yeah. that's also yeah. true. So we could go all day, but I love it. Love love this kind of talk, man. Yeah. So all right, before we wrap this up, yeah. um, obviously we get it next time on because TJ is seen walking into the club, getting ready to announce something. Yeah, we already talking about that. Oh shit, I'm high. Welcome to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. My Moving name's Rick on. Hayes. <laughs> um, MVPs. I mean, why are we even asking? It's Norris. I'm just curious if anybody has any like honorable mentions or anything this week because I got nothing. Of the season or of the episode? Just of the episode. Yeah, no, there's there's no, no one else to talk about. I mean, you give Berna some props, but not MVP talk, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, props to Berna, but I agree, not not quite MVP. I've got a line of a night, though. Oh, what's? I'm curious what yours is, because I have one, too. My real line of the night is uh, after the elimination, when TJ, yet again, reference, calls Norris the Dragon Slayer. Yeah. I did like that. I did yeah, like that. that. Was a That's good not... Mention. That's not the direction I thought you were gonna go in. I thought you were. I thought you were headed for the one that that I have written down. But that was a really good one too, and I did like that he he like dubbed her that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a line, but I really liked. Uh, uh, not nah, I liked. I thought it was interesting. Jay's reaction when he found out that Michelle wanted to snake him. Uh, that was funny. You know, <laughs> it was. He goes, he goes that little brat. That, that yeah. little brat. Yeah. But then he got upset with Norris and Olivia, but he was not upset with Michelle at all. <laughs> None. Unscathed, bro. I can't Unscathed. believe Norris and Olivia would do this. I was like, oh my God. Okay. It was just like he Unscathed. cried. He cried for Ace off, but when Michelle left, it was just like, eh. Okay, yeah. Where were the tears for Michelle? <laughs> That's. I, it's fine. It's fine. I don't really have a line of a night. It was a. Narice's tirade of the night, you know, when she walked through the house and basically fucking drilled down every single fucking person walking down the hallway <laughs> except for Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh mine was actually one of the last things she said on the episode. It was in her confessional as she was walking back into the house and she said, uh, karma comes back really fast, and this time her name was Narice. And I was like, yo, girl, can mic drop. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. Like, I got hyped. I was like, let's fuck people up. Like, I was ready to go. Get All it. <laughs> it was fire. You yeah. know what? Thank God for Norris because she's made the last little bit of this season tolerable. You yes. know what I mean? And she's the shining light we need to win at the end. Agreed. <laughs> Jesus. She's our beacon, our beacon of hope. Anyways. Agreed. <laughs> it's been a late night. I think we should wrap this up. I agree. All right. It has been. Yeah. So before I close this out, one last reminder, make sure you guys go follow Zach Nichols podcast on Instagram. Check out the links below for the episodes everywhere. You can find them, whether it's Patreon, Apple podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, the whole nine. And then go check out. Give me that mic. Give me that mic by Olivia. Thank you guys, man. Thank you guys. I love you guys. Of course. I love uh, uh, coming on here. Um, and uh, uh, look, there, there's a couple things that I'll mess up my sleep schedule for. Um, and uh, this is uh, the most enjoyable of all of them. Uh, oh, so I appreciate, oh, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, my girlfriend won't love that, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, let you guys know. I'll let you guys know. My imaginary girlfriend that I was just talking about. Oh, no, but uh, uh, no, I, I love you guys. Thanks so much for having me. And, um, you know, the time will come where we do this here in my studio. And I'm excited for that. We're oh, so yeah. excited. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be great. 
we're going to have some. Yeah, it'll be fun. So hopefully that <laughs> happens in 2024, but it'll happen eventually. Yeah, yeah. regardless. For sure. Um, well, guys, for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Alexis, Tex, Rawson, and of course, our special guest, Pierre from the Zach Nichols podcast. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight or day or whatever time it is. <laughs> if you like what you heard, go ahead and leave us five stars. If you like what you heard from Pierre, go leave them five stars. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. See ya. Bye.